commentating on Wrexham, apart from commentating on Wrexham. That was quite hypocritical of me, wasn't it? So what do we do? Now, one option is Mastodon. And clearly, everyone's been... A lot of people have been migrating to Mastodon. And I've just seen here, Cider, AB Cider, has said Mastodon isn't bad. It's a viable option for Ask Wrexham. I've not joined it yet. I've had a look at it. Let me just say what I'm, what's going on in my brain, which is that, yeah, it looks good. I'm, I'm a little worried about the fact that because it has all these individual servers rather than one whole sort of body together, is it going to be harder for people to find it? And I, I know I'm, that's a bit naive. <sighs> My logic is I was reading about how since Twitter's started falling to pieces, um, clearly Mastodon's become a genuine possibility and the number of people joining it has grown enormously. Great. But it's still not massive numbers compared to what Twitter has. And, and the, the beauty for me of Ask Wrexham on Twitter has been that as Wrexham's expanding and suddenly finding lots of unexpected new people, we are suddenly able you know, to, to grab them. You know, Twitter's this global thing. If we're all on little servers that are Wrexham-based, I don't know, am I being thick? Maybe I am. Is it more of an effort to search out the correct one of those? You know, I sort of think like... You know, how do you when you start getting into something, there's going to be loads of things in Wrexham's name. Which are the good ones? Am I making sense? And, and we will inevitably lose a lot of people who think, well, I don't want to go onto Mastodon or I'll do something else. So that's my worry. Maybe that's just a worry that is inevitable. Maybe it's just that that has to happen. That if Twitter goes bang, we, we have got to start from scratch and we will lose a lot of people and we just have to make the best of it. Um, thoughts, please. I'm on Instagram. Instagram feels like a different thing to me, so I'm not sure how well that would work, although, to be fair, give it a go <laughs> is the, the obvious response. I think Facebook doesn't work, I would argue. I feel it's got its own specific demographic. Um, and whereas it could be maybe used alongside this, you know, as, as, a, as an aid to ask Wrexham, I don't know. And this is my other issue, I suppose. I've got to try... Sorry, just nearly lost the camera there. I'm trying to set things up while chatting to you. I've got to try, I feel. And, um, oh, help comes from above. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, we've got to try to... Uh, I forgot what I was saying then. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't do this while trying to do other things. You're a legend. Thank you for helping out. Cheers. Um, yeah, we're going to have to find some way of trying to pull everyone together. I know I remember what I was saying. It's, if, if it's over lots of different platforms, it's going to be very difficult for me to keep track during a game of different things coming in. I know there are certain things, you know, you know tweet decky style things I could maybe use to aggregate, but it does worry me that I couldn't do that, and I desperately want to somehow replicate Ask Wrexham. Um, so, having waffled, possibly pointlessly, let me have a quick look at what people are saying. Oh, I, I, one person, um, Jason R. Koivu, said, quite rightly, there's a Reddit group that's growing. 100% agree. I'm on it, but I've got to be honest, it's something that Bill Long, Chase brother, who's one of our uh, Dragonheart hosts, uh, got me into. Really like it, but it's just not something that's in my routine at the moment, if you see what I mean. That doesn't mean it can't become that, but it's a bit weird. It's like... I'll automatically have a quick check on, say, Twitter to see what people have said. I, I don't tend to automatically do that on, um, on Reddit. 
every two or three weeks, Bill reminds me, and I go and have a look at it then. So if you see what I mean, it's. It, I'd have to retrain myself. I probably will anyway. My worry that with Reddit is is a very simple one, which is: Do people in Britain embrace it as much as in the States? I think it's an extremely useful tool for new fans and that is fantastic and it is a big big part of what I'm thinking but I don't see many sort of traditional fans the old Wrexham fans going on to it and the beauty of our Wrexham is it's got a bit of everything so that's my one little reservation if I'm honest let me have a quick look at what else people have got are suggesting as I also try to do other things at the same time and confuse myself oh well one of my jobs worked well there, so as if he needs to know it. Um, oh, yeah, Wisdom of Roberts said, I looked at several options. I think Discord may be the best bet. Uh, anything one chooses will be different, but I'm setting up a Wrexham Discord, and he gives the name of it. It's, it if you use, um, well, look at Wisdom of Roberts, and you'll find that if you want to try it out. I set up a Discord for, server for Ask Wrexham, ironically, just to try and broaden it out a bit. This was the start of last season. I don't think I knew enough about what I was doing, and it wasn't very effective. I then got fantastic help from a Wrexham fan who was willing to moderate it. It didn't work very well then because we just didn't have enough people, enough fans jumping in and being interested in it. Um, but it is something that's there, and it is something that has been in my mind for a while and something I'd like to exploit. Um, it's just I haven't had the time to jump on it and refine it exactly how I want. Oh, another thought, I'd, be, I'd welcome feedback on this as well, is to have maybe a weekly Ask Wrexham podcast where I address questions that I don't get round, we don't get round to in the commentary or also just questions that we did get round to and they were great and I think maybe more people would be interested in the responses. So the club uh, like that idea. So... Um, yeah, Wisdom of Roberts has responded quite wisely, saying, and yeah, you're quite right, I know I'm, I'm being a bit of a fool here. I'm, I'm King Canute sitting there trying to tell the seat to turn back. He said, if, if, if Twitter does go pop, the crowd will disperse no matter what. You're quite right. Maybe I'm, I, th- I think maybe I'm a bit naive thinking, can we keep this going somehow, this good thing we've got? I'm, I'm like a desperate bloke trying to hang on to a girlfriend that he was out of his league with, aren't I? Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, yes, Kelsey says move Ask Wrexham over to Instagram or TikTok. Yes, yeah, I, I'm just a little worried. How? Yeah, I, I guess what I'm thinking here, Kelsey, it's a good point, that. Which move will lose the least people? Because I feel like there's some people who just aren't into, say, TikTok. You think, you know, and there are other people who think it's wonderful. I, I, I'm just, am I trying to do damage limitation here? Perhaps? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm very, very naive trying to even think about this um, let's have a little look if there's any other re- interaction on this issue um, <laughs> looks like maybe there aren't I think part of the reason I've done this I'll be yeah there aren't part of the reason I've done this is because when I've got a problem what I like to do is try to talk it through my poor wife gets this all the time I, I, I need to work something out so I'll talk it through and talking it through and listening to good advice that's another thing my wife's very good at is very helpful because I'm able to then sort of crystallise my thoughts a bit and I guess the conclusion I'm starting to come into here is we need to hope Twitter hangs on because Ask Wrexham works and if Twitter doesn't survive 
we will hemorrhage people, but we just need to do a good job of pushing what else is out there and what else we can use. So I think that's probably the truth of it. And it may also be that I need to find a good sort of aggregating piece of software that I can use quite simply in order to, yeah, in order to be able to see lots of Ask Wrexham stuff from different platforms spontaneously and in, no, instantaneously so I can follow it. Am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense. I might clear off in a minute because if I'm not making sense, I'm really wasting a lot of people's time here. I think I saw something new come up there. I'll just check if it was a comment from somebody. Um, so in regards to Macedon, it doesn't matter which server anyone joins, they're all linked together. Once you have an account, you can follow anyone on any server and they can do the same. Hashtags can be searched for in the same way as on Twitter too. Ooh. Okay, maybe I've slightly misunderstood Mastodon. Like I said, I've read up about it, but not joined it and played with it. Right, Cider, you may just be fixing your things here. Gordon Valance has a good point, but I'm afraid Gordon is not going to work out. Chat facility on um, Wrexham Player. It doesn't exist. I need to emphasise to you all, just in case you don't realise, Wrexham Player is a central platform. It's the Football League's platform. So we've got a Wrexham Player and then say Grimsby, I've got a Grimsby player, right? It, it's, it has its strengths, but it has its weaknesses. Um, one of its strengths is it is genuinely beneficial for the club. If we go up, the, being part of the whole player thing will bring a lot of money into the club. It really will be beneficial for us. The downside is that there aren't things like chat facilities and we have absolutely no input into what is carried on this platform so we can't control it we can't say please can we add a, a, a chat format now it may be revamped in a couple of years time because we have to use isdn lines and if you say what the heck's an isdn line yes exactly it's obsolete <laughs> and yet it's not been replaced so we're using obsolete technology which as you can hear has very good sound quality but it's well you can't buy any equipment for it anymore and in 2025 it will all be shut down and we will have to have an alternative, but the Football League are not telling us what their alternative is because they're clearly kicking the problem down the road and hoping it goes away. It won't go away. So, yeah, basically, Gordon, I love that idea. In fact, the reason I started Ask Wrexham was because we used to be on Mixler. Now, that, again, is something that has benefits and disadvantages. But the thing is, with Mixler, well, it did have a good chat facility, which started to take off. And then we left Mixler. Like I said, I'm not disagreeing with that decision, by the way. I think it's beneficial for the club, and that's our bottom line. Uh, but um, we missed the chat. So I'm, I'm really Fortunately for us, uh, Ask Wrexham, which I tried on Twitter, and it then took off because of the new interest in the club uh, after the takeover. So we, I, I was fortunate in that respect. That An idea around that really worked. Then the circumstances changed, and it worked if that makes sense. TikTok livestream as a chat service. Thank you, Gordon. That's a fair point as well. I'm just hoping we'll be able to balance all this out and it'll end up being fine because Twitter just doesn't happen and therefore these things we're considering will purely be issues which are moot and can add to the whole Ask Wrexham, oh, I want to say experience and sound all corporate. Andy who is the king of IT and knows everything 
certainly knows a great deal more than I do about just the whole world and everything, to be fair to the bloke, has just put his headphones on. So my worry, Andy, is quite simple. If Elon Musk achieves his life dream of destroying Twitter, how do we replace Ars Braxton? Um, interesting. Uh, could we set up our own message board or something on that line? We've sort of talked about that there. Oh, you know what? Hang on. You know what? We've sort of talked about that, but maybe not indirectly the same way. You know what? That's... So can we just do it ourselves, push it through the club, push it through the club's channels? Everyone who's using and can see that that's what we're doing. Mm. Oh, you know what? Sometimes it takes a genius to come up with a clever answer. <laughs> Andrew Parkinson is that genius. That could be what we do, couldn't mm. it? Seems to make sense, it doesn't it? It does. Mm. All right. Could we do an official... Yeah. Message board. I, I was saying before you came in that mm. one of the things I've discussed with the club, and they they like the idea, is a an Ask Wrexham podcast or video mm. where we use questions that we haven't been able to get to because there's so many questions we don't get to, but also um, answer questions that just died. I don't think anyone can hear anymore. No, that's not Hang so on good. A sec. Let's just redo that. Oops. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, the, the clips missing on the on the on the cable. That's the problem. So hopefully, hopefully this will work. Yay! Right, I think oh. we're back. Hopefully, I think we dropped out there. I'm so sorry. If you didn't hear Andy solve the problem, then, uh, hey, guys, I solved the problem. Hey, <laughs> You'd be surprised how often that works. That's how I operate, kids. <laughs> Someone else says something clever, and then I step in and say, I've said something clever. Yeah. And if I have to, I dispose of the witnesses, Mr. <laughs> Parkinson. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, dear yourself, mate. <laughs> Genius. Right. Um, so Andy is saying whether we could somehow come up with some sort of uh, you know, club-based independence mm. chat thing if it needs to. Um, and that, that does sound like a deeply intelligent idea. You know what? We might hang up here. I'll just check if there are any more Ask Rex. I'm just setting up the camera filming us and um, the one filming me. The white balance is horrific and I, I'm bright red. Oh, dear. I like <laughs> Have I got something else during this match except oh dear? <laughs> uh, yes, Spitball Idea says, well done, Mark, solving the problem. We'd be lost without you. Yes. <laughs> I like Spitball. <laughs> I shall uh, have a word, Spitball. <laughs> <laughs> when we had our little problem there, FKV points out Max Redroom. Max, he Max Redroom? I'm Mark Redface. <laughs> this video. Max Headroom has entered the chat again. Yeah. yeah. As, as a pleading 80s reference from a couple of weeks ago when we had issues with sound quality and it all suddenly crashed. Um, the issue there, by the way, you know, if anything does drop off, and please make out noises on Ask Wrexham, which looks like hopefully it will last the end of the game. Um, <laughs> you never know. Well, no. <laughs> it's might be, they might lose <laughs> a few more employees. As I say, we have to use obsolete ISDN technology. The, live, the closest live port to where our palmetry point is is down the desk, so we have to stretch the cable a little bit. I mean, there's no way around this, really. Um, and ironically, the nice long cable that works really well has one thing wrong with it. Those plastic clips you have at the end of cables have both come off. 
so it's easier than it should be to dislodge them. Mm. And I'm reluctant to use a different one because this one works well and stretches far enough. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, of course, that could happen. Mm -hmm. It has yeah. never happened, which is why I've not bothered replacing them. Mm -hmm. But then against Oldham it did, because we actually buy the away reporters. Mm -hmm. Their port, sorry, is our port is right next to the away mm -hmm. commentators. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and the Oldham commentators were just dumping stuff. I think even with the clip, it might have dropped out. Yeah. They were just dumping stuff on it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like glowering at them and mm -hmm. replugging it. Um, and then ironically, the Oldershot guys were brilliant. They're mm -hmm. lovely guys. I've just accidentally done it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so it's not happened ever since we started going to Wrexham players. So that's over a year. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly it's happened twice in good after weeks. And I'm starting to think we have a problem. We buy a new cable. Yeah, I have got other cables. It's just I don't think they're long enough. Uh, and I'm, I'm slightly reluctant to change it now. When we're going to actually start doing the commentary in two minutes. Yeah. I'm slightly reluctant. Shall I switch this off? Just so that... Because I think we've exhausted this now. Mm -hmm. And then we can have a lovely 90-second break. All right, Darren's Happy Place says, no really good solutions yet. That is true, isn't it? Um, you can always give out your phone number. We can just text you. Not sure, Darren. <laughs> Not sure, Darren. <laughs> I can see some disadvantages in that one. Yeah. And then he also he he was joking. Don't worry. <laughs> he says I favour a, a Facebook, Instagram, linked account, but I know that some folks hate Meta. Fair point. Mm. Um, our blogs to yesterday. Ah, yeah. Ooh, blogs. Ooh, blogs. It would be accessible, especially if you put links on other platform. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Like you and 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 Darren between you have have um, come up with my idea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As he's saying, never have a good idea, just steal other people's. Too right, <laughs> absolutely. You know what? That's how I invented omelettes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, we're sort of in a pre-pre-show now, aren't we? We, we are, uh, are we? Yes, yes. So two things. One is, right, who invented vinegar? Because I want to congratulate. I think vinegar's possibly the greatest invention ever. Vinegar's great. I don't know. The thing with vinegar is... You move on to wine, which is so much... You don't have to. <laughs> Fish and chips would not be great with salt and wine on, would it? No. Oh, would it? Hang on a second. I'm starting to wonder now. Oh, no. I feel an ass correction coming on. <laughs> and the second... Well, while it still can. And the second thing I wonder is... Um, I'm not wonder. I did put out when I said, you know, the commentary's on today. I did say it. It just hit me yesterday and I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why this... I don't know why this makes me feel happy, mm -hmm. but but and my wife really thinks I'm a bit even more odd after last night. Uh, bon Jovi were on one of these old music channels. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was the only current music channel that isn't all about Christmas now and hasn't been since <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, last one February. of the music channels actually started turned itself into the Christmas channel in early September, and it's like what what? Mm. I mean. I love shaking Stevens much as the next man, but surely there's a limit. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Mariah, if you were listening. We know you do. Um, bon Jovi were on. And I just had this sudden feeling of, wouldn't the world be a lovely place if the lead singer of Bon Jovi's first name was Bonjo? Wouldn't it be nice if people were called Bonjo? Bon wouldn't this be a happy world? Uh. What do you think? Hey, Bonjo. Pass the vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that feels like a T-shirt. Mm. Hey, Bonjo, pass the vinegar. I'm going to try and work that into the commentary. 
Could the lead singer of Bon Jovi be replaced with Neil is the big question. Neil? Yeah. Are you into your <laughs> hair rock? Miles away. <laughs> well, they are from Brooklyn. <laughs> are you into your hair rock? That's what I want to know. Not at all. Disappointing. Disappointing. Ah, uh, well. In that case, folks, I feel like we probably should stop the pre-pre-pre-show. Yeah, and start uh, concentrating on football. Do you reckon? Yeah, we'll go silent not? for about 30 seconds <laughs> while I contemplate. I, I quickly research how expensive it would be to change my name to Bonjo. Uh, and let people decide whether with fish and chips should they have beer or wine. That's, yeah. the, that's my big question. Salt and beer? No, no, drink with it. <laughs> I'm just writing, hey Bonjo, past the vinegar. So, so I can, so I don't forget it after the match. I went on Red Bubble the other day, and I actually designed Ask Wrexham stickers, right, mm. and half-time pie test stickers. <laughs> I need to get a life. I reckon Hey Bonjo Pasta Vinegar is going to be the T-shirt that is given as a, a Christmas present by me from to me. <laughs> Perhaps we can sell them in the club shop. Do you reckon? <laughs> Right. A certain striker's got his own designer label. Perhaps yeah, we can, yeah, we can, Palmer can do it. I can. <laughs> Two right. Move over, Palmer. That's another one. That's Doris Day song, isn't it? Move over, Palmer. Hang on. Move over, Palmer. I think right. we ought to shut up now. The T-shirt range is coming along nicely. <laughs> Excellent. Remember, you can pre-order for Christmas. Shipping is not guaranteed. Um, right, we're going to shut down for 30 seconds and return like none of this happened. Although, I warn you, we have a, partic oh, we have a particularly substandard taste test that we're coming up. <laughs>
I'm going to switch off again now and say that was the pre-show. Yeah. And then put it back on and pretend we're doing the football commentary. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. We might get to football eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it's what the people don't want. Welcome to Wrexham, player. We're Mark Griffiths, Andy Parkinson and Neil Williams, the three wise men of football. And we're here to bring you full commentary of Wrexham against Aldershot Town. The exciting news is there is a cup of Dow Egbert's coffee. Other brands are available, balanced precariously by a supporter on the wall behind us. <laughs> we are very excited. We feel that if there's a goal, it's going to hit either Andy or I. I think Neil is out of the splash zone, as they said when Apollo 13 landed. And so let's see who gets scalded first. An early goal, the greater the scald. We, will, we are videoing our commentary, so you will be able to actually watch us scream in agony, <laughs> yes. but also delight because Wrexham will have scored. So, anyway, let's have a look at those teams. Wrexham with one change, Aaron Hayden's coming back in. Who? Aaron Ooh. Hayden. Oh, Aaron Hayden. Yes, that's it. I thought he been all American on saying Aaron. <laughs> well, you can offend our fans. I, couldn't, I wouldn't possibly. Um, Aaron Hayden comes back in as a centre-back. Uh, so Tom O'Connor makes way so we've got a back three which looks rather familiar from recent weeks of Hayden, Bentoza and Jordan Tunnicliffe in front of Mark Howard the wing backs, oh big pardon two changes because Liam McAlinden makes way, Bryce Susanna is back on the right and on the left hand side is Callum McFadgen Elliot Lee continues in midfield alongside Luke Young and James Jones Ollie Palmer and Paul Mullen, of course, are up front. The subs for Wrexham. We've got Rob Lington, Jordan Davis, Liam McAlinden, Sam Dolby and Tom O'Connor. All the shots are struggling. They've had an odd season. A bit unlucky early in the season. Some good performances which just weren't rewarded, to be fair to them. Followed up as the teams are now coming out, as you can hear, by some performances that weren't so great they, they, they did okay and didn't get results I think is what I'm trying to say in the early stages of the season later on the, the results died off and it cost their manager Mark Mosley his job mm -hmm. Terry Brown came in club legend he was director of football he came in as interim manager and did exceptionally well won his first three games they were bottom of the league when he came in they won their first three games under him to climb up the table but have lost their last two in slightly alarming manner. A week ago, they lo uh, two weeks ago, they lost 6-1 at Torquay, who were bottom. And then last Saturday, they lost 2-1 at home to Maidenhead. And although they felt a little unfortunate in some ways, having looked at the highlights, I didn't have access to the full game, I've got to say, defensively they were poor, and creatively they didn't look terrific. So their side has got a couple of changes from that team. They do alternate between three and four at the back. They appear to have gone for a four. Luca Ashby-Hammond is in goal. He's their first choice keeper, but he made way last Saturday after letting in six against Torquay. The back four, Archie Davis, Giles Phillips, Tyler Cordner and Ollie Harfield. Uh, Cordner played centre-mid last Saturday and it didn't work, apparently. He is a real threat from set-pieces. And they do have good height, this older shot team. They have a double pivot, Joe Partington and Francis Vincent. Partington, the captain, coming back from injury. On the flanks, Ryan Glover on the right, Tommy Willard on the left, 
and then another change, Justin Amaluzar is coming in to play off the striker who is the archetypal big bloke up front, Inni Effiong, who scored on Saturday a goal which just absolutely should not have been allowed. <laughs> he, he ran in the box, he's massive, he built up a bit of momentum like the boulder at the start of um, the Indiana Jones film. And then a defender got between him in the ball and he just barged into him, pushed him to the floor. It was a very National League goal because the National League ref said that's allowed and then Effiong just smashed it in. <laughs> so they're, they're struggling a bit and Wrexham certainly are very hot favourites. On the bench for them, no sub-keeper. They've got Corey Jordan, Obi Alpha, Michael Klass, Ben Schroll and Alex McAllister. It's going to be... Well, it's a game that we really need to win, <laughs> frankly. It would be below... I don't, I don't want to be simplistic, but let's be honest, guys, as we're about to get going, it would be way below expectation if we didn't win this. Said we won, what was it, 5-0 here last season? Mm-hmm. Uh, 4-1 last season, wasn't it? 5-0 it? away. 5-0 away, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. also had that bizarre cancelled match, uh, abandoned match, yeah. where... We were winning 2-0 at half-time, and that probably would have been 5-0 as well. Well, If we don't win this 2-3-0, or it's going to be disappointing, I think. I think that's a fair comment. As we get underway, all the shots straight back to the keeper. Ashby Hammond, who launches a massive kick. Toes on the edge of his area, heads it clear. Palmer, that's good. Gets ahead of his man and blatantly handles it. He complains to the ref, but he clearly disarmed. That was off his forearm, without any doubt. Yeah. I don't know why he's complaining, really. And you can hear the crowd's reaction. They're moaning, but not much. Because they do know (laughs) that that was handball. So uh, it's a free kick to Aldershot needlessly conceded because he did really well to get in front of his man it's probably too far out for a shot although you can see there's a couple of players taking very deliberate run-ups one of whom is Cordner it's a long way out about 35 yards out very central it's asking a lot to beat Howard from that sort of distance Mm. but it's early on in the game so we'll see Rexham have got a two-man wall with a runner the referee gives the go-ahead Cordner's not interested now there's no great angle for chipping it in the box, and so it is a long-range shot, and it's way over the bar. It was Cordner, and that was, I think it's fair to say, not playing the percentages. No, um, I think if you're not going to go for power and try and place it from that sort of distance, you've got to know what you're doing, and that was never going to worry anybody, I think. It's a strange sort of hybrid, wasn't it? He didn't yeah. really place it very well, but there's certainly not power. Lee wins a very good header. He's unlucky that Mullen had made a run behind him, and he headed it more square, and Mullen still nearly gets a block on after Harfield took an age clearing it yeah very strange both all the shot defenders were saying you take it no you mm. take it no you take it mm. thrown a halfway down to Wrexham right hand side Aaron Hayden back in the team throws it in short James Jones back into his own half some good noise already behind the goal for Wrexham Wrexham kicking towards the derelict cop end as Tunnelly Cliff goes back to Howard who pings it over the top Palmer can't change direction to get there Phillips' header into midfield is touched on by Vincent scrappy start this as Jones has headed straight back to Vincent and now it's lifted over the top and under tests McFadgen ooh he's lost it in the edge of the area and Tunnelly Cliff did well to step in with a decisive challenge on Willard and Lee beats his man on the left and goes accelerating that's nice plays it round the back from Palmer who's being blocked off he doesn't complain he's being fouled I think he looked a bit offside to me to be honest I think they're even marked from where I can see mm. the defender got across him but I don't yeah. think quite enough to warrant a foul 
clearance is cleared by Hayden, flicked on by Hosanna nicely, Mullen will get there first on the rise, only Palmer in the middle, he takes a touch, and is taking on his man, he's been allowed too much space, sweeps it in too high for Palmer, goes behind, and Mullen will be a little disappointed with that, because, I mean, I, I don't understand why Harfield gave him so much space to just mm. measure the cross and put it in without any pressure on him. He missed his man completely, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Palmer's near post, and he put it at the far. And there was obviously nobody running in at the far. Mm. Yeah. Palmer had nothing he could do about that. Yeah, there was no one anywhere near, mm. was there, really? But Harfield, for me, the most worrying thing would be Aldershot's point of view. Why did Harfield just let Mullen bring the ball down his right foot, have all the time in the world to turn onto his left foot and then stand and measure it? Yeah. What was he? He's got to put pressure on there. Throwing, taking Ethiangs all over towards the pulling his shirt. No foul given. Lee is hassling well, but Amaluthar blends to lay it off. It's popped to the edge of the area goes under in Effiong's foot and Howard will look to get things going again quick kick over the top it's a great idea defender should get there first does bounces off his chest rather he's looking known as in support Mullen was trying to get behind and Cordner confidently drives forwards finds Amalathar who's on the right hand side great tackle by Lee gotta say Lee in this slightly deeper position he does work very hard doesn't he yeah and he's had a good start he's made a couple of good challenges in that one run that he had throw and take him to the halfway line and it'll be loaded up with a poor ball and Tony Cliff volleys it away it's yeah. not sure what Archie Davis is doing then I think he was trying to be clever with the yeah. outside of his foot and it went the wrong side mm. so it just spun horribly it looked obvious that it was going to be whipped with the inside mm. of his foot didn't it to the far yeah. post and he tried to be cute and put disguise on it but mm. there wasn't much going on of where he put it <laughs> you know it wasn't mm. there wasn't an outside the football and we all got it back they're having a fair bit of possession early on here Phillips mm. at the back is Happy to work it to Harfield on the left, and he does well, gets beyond Palmer, works it inside, Vincent pressured by Mullen, has to go backwards, Wrexham being patient here, not really pressuring the ball, and Aldershot's halfway back in their own half, and Phillips in the end, that's why Wrexham don't pressure them, Phillips plays an over-ambitious switch, and puts it straight out of play, and Wrexham have it, there's an excellent half-time chat for on, already from Mont FHG, about uh, snow in matches which we'll get to in a second long ball forwards Palmer beaten to it in the air by Partington ball bobbling around this is a very slow, slow start it's James Jones finds Susanna he'll have to go back hold a shot of a lot of men behind the ball back to Toza quickly to Tony Cliff the Wrexham fans appreciating as Wrexham recirculates the left hand side McFadden's ball forward deflected Palmer's interested and is chasing this to the corner flag and it's just beaten to it tidy little piece of play at the back, Aldershot tries to play a little triangle to get out from the back, and Mullen charges down brilliantly. The backspin keeps it in, and Mullen lunges in again, and Wrexham with a throw in into the territory. Yeah. That was great. McFadgen takes it quickly. Lee back to McFadgen. Lee again now. Aldershot crowding around the ball. They're working hard without the ball. Fair play to them. In the end, Wrexham will be forced back to the keeper. It's a good Wrexham press there to win the yeah. ball back, which is really good. Howard's dinks it over the top, Palmer is underneath it, jumps, flicks it on well, Mullen's on the chase now, and just gets there first and helps it on in the box, not quite enough on it, and the keeper will comfortably get there first, as Mark in Australia, used to be Mark in New Zealand, uh, put out a nice early one, saying that he's very jealous of us all at the game, he's hoping for a 5-1 win, poor ball forwards by Aldershot, Jones gets a tackle in but can't capitalise, I have a sneaky feeling it's warmer in Australia than it is here. There is that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wrong side of crisp, I reckon, today. Yeah. It's not horrific, mm. but it's sort of, yeah, it's, it's a bit nippy. So, throw taken. And, uh, 
It's good strength by Hayden, still in his own half, just holding Amalazar off. And Wrexham again, switch from right to left, sloppy ball by Tony Cliff though, looking for Lee, doesn't find him, helped on nicely, F. Young now in the right channel, brilliant tackle by Hayden, that. that's exactly the spot F. Young accelerated from to score last Saturday, Hayden wasn't going to let him do it, Cordner gets up well to beat Mullen in the air, Toza heads it forwards once more, Palmer now up against Phillips, Phillips just about wins it but drops the short, excellent play by Palmer to retrieve it, and now Wrexham come forwards, James Jones, on the right-hand side, works it outside, and Hosanna is there. Hosanna cuts inside at the edge of the box, then goes back outside and lets James Jones take over. Jones early cross and near post. Cordner diving header clear, straight back to Jones. And he works it back into midfield, Young now. Works it down the right again, Hosanna's made a good run and Jones finds him nicely. Hosanna, by the goal line, is tackled, and is that a corner? Linesman says no. Throw in. Throw in. Toza wants to take it, Hayden wants to take a quick one. Toza... Full rank because it, <laughs> it's got to be Toza territory from there, surely. Not least because Hayden was taken about 10 yards further back. <laughs> I get it, trying to get the ball in quickly. But Toza can sling his first one into the goal mouth here. And where do you want Hayden for a long throw? <laughs> uh, there is some truth in this, isn't there? Yes, <laughs> absolutely right. So Toza is flexing his back up against the Expedia advert. Slings it to the near post. Palmer's after it, and Hayden headed away comfortably, though, by Vincent. Toza heads it on. That's a cute little nod to Lee, right hand side. Takes on his man, hits the goal line, and he's won a corner. And Malazar did well to stick with him and get the foot in. But Wrexham get the first corner of the match, right hand side. The cross goes inevitably Luke Young to take it. Big body, big crowd of bodies around the penalty spot. As Young prepares, signals, steps up, swings it in. Hayden and Palmer jump, Palmer just over. Oh, he's frustrated, he thinks he should have scored. Six yards up, out. Got it really well, couldn't quite get on top of his header. Yeah, he got too much height on it as well, but mm. I think he'll look back at that one and say that was a chance. 100%. He got up really well, didn't he? Mm. But having done that, just couldn't stay on top of the header. It's a goal kick, and Ashby Hammond will take. Hits it long, he's got good distance on his kicks. Hayden wins that well as he's backed into. Knocked over the top though, and headed clear this time by Toza, throwing to Aldershot about 25 yards out. I think they've got to be happy with their start. Yeah, um, they haven't given Wrexham an early goal, they've had some mm. good possession. If Young's had that one sort of half chance. Yeah, so you have a throw in now, which Davis will take. Big man Harfield will take. He looks like he's changed his mind and will put something with a bit of distance in, will he? No, he's floated a long high one down the line. Ooh, Effian allows a bit of space, takes it on the chest. Good work by Hayden to come across, get a foot in. It's a good start by Hayden. Throw by the corner flag. Happy with that, and they moved it up to a good 20 yards. Yeah. And now a chance, if he has got a long throw, Harfield, maybe to use it. Because he could... Yeah, he's taking a long run-up. And they have got players at the near post, so... Harfield steps up, slings it into the near post, and Corden's beaten to it in the air. Young rather put it up in the air, well headed away further by Tunnicliffe, and Young knocks it long. Mullen is up front, and he's sprinting to try and get there ahead of his man. Then it's decently dealt with, although Vincent miscontrols it, and Wrexham will take a quick throw. Palmer stole so many yards. <laughs> the fans are laughing at that. <laughs> the, the early throw was on down the line for Mullen, he was very alert to it, but Palmer just sprinted down the line for 20 yards <laughs> with a ball in his hands. Yeah, I'll have a few extra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, Hayden then tries to take it from the same spot, and if the ref had allowed that, I would have been raising my eyebrows a bit. 
Yeah, he's, he's rightly got him back to the halfway. The fans aren't happy, but it was a throw on the halfway line. Yeah. So eventually it's taken for the right place, and Wrexham give it away, but James Jones, who gave it away, gets it straight back. The ball's driven off on Malazar. Malazar's working very hard. He's playing ostensibly off the striker, but he's working high hard in his own half. Throwing taken short. Ozana back to Toza, very calm under pressure. Finds Young, that's nice. Leaves me to crack and run down the left-hand side, but Wrexham haven't got their heads up to see it. McFadger now being pressed, Aldershot working hard, like I said, pressing pretty well in little units. Toza clips to the halfway line, intercepted by Partington. Young, awkward bounce, oh, and he's lost it. Amaluzar's next her off him and has fed it backwards but given it away. Palmer steps in well. Jones over to the right, Ozana. Hayden's accelerating inside him. Will Ozana use him? No, he's going to use him as a decoy. Cuts inside. Leewon's in space. Finds him 25 yards out. Oh, he wanted to beat it. Dump back his man. Headset. Oh, Brilliant save. Great save. Brilliant save. Corner to Wrexham. Lee seemed to miscontrol it, but nutmegged his man and then ripped it inside the right post. Superb diving save. Great effort by Lee, who really, I think he thought he'd scored by his reaction. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it might be sneaking in, but Hammond did really well mm. to get across and make a really good save to his left. He ripped that into the side of the right post. Super save at full stretch. Young sweeps it in towards that 6 Oh, box is headed partly away. And Amalazar will just get there first. No, he won't. Well done by Tunnicliffe to win the ball. And it's fed down the left-hand side neatly. Jones, that's a great ball to Mullen. He's onside, left-hand side in space. Cuts inside, beats his man. Right-footed chip, poor cross. Headed away, James Jones. First time strike, just wide. Really hit that well from 25 yards. Yeah, it was always going wide from where we were sitting, but good momentum from Wrexham there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the important thing. It was a very clean strike by him, wasn't it? But like I say, it always looked like it was going about, about a yard or so wide at the right post, but Wrexham starting to make chances. It was lovely work by Lee and an excellent save by Ashby Hammonds and Wrexham starting to crank it up. 13th minute, nil-nil, and I've hardly had a chance to get onto the Ask Wrexhams because this is a lively game. Young goes forwards or tries to again, and Malazar's there to block. It's cleared only as far as Vincent Palmer. Brilliant. Again, nips in, wins it, controls it with his head and spreads to the left side. That's lovely. McFadgen takes a touch and is fouled, is he? Ref says not. I think he got an elbow then. He did get an elbow in the face. <laughs> well, let's get on the monitors and have a look. He stayed down, has McFadgen. The challenge from... We've had this referee here before a couple of times, I think, mm. haven't it's, we? It's whether it was meant or not. Uh, he's actually just trying to push him off the ball. I, I, I've got to be honest, my first look, I didn't think... I thought maybe it was a foul, because he arrived late. I didn't think there was anything too suspicious. Having seen it in normal time, remember, it's, it's the far side of the pitch from the cameras. It didn't look suspicious to me. Glover it was. Now we've got a different angle now, a closer angle. So McFadden has it, Glover goes across, and... I reckon that's more of a push that he might yeah. get a bit of a bash in the face yeah. from the push. That's yeah, Glover it was. If there was use of the arm, it was more a nudge in the ribs, I think, than, than anything. But Fadgen is up, having been treated. No intentional swing from no, what I could no. see. You know, like I say, it, you could argue Glover's shaking his hand in apology. And I think that, yeah, that, that's about right. He, mm. he, he arrived a bit late and banged into McFadgen. He's definitely a late ch challenge. Yeah, I, th yeah. I think it's a foul. And the ref didn't give it. The ref also doesn't know the rules because he let McFadden stay on the pitch after treatment. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> yes. Long ball forwards and Fiong's beaten in the air again by Hayden. 
picked up in midfield by Vincent and tidy little midfielder he's put an early cross in here is Glover again against McFadden McFadden's too strong for him he's held him off and that's an intelligent pass down the line for Lee in his own half outside the foot clips a cute ball brilliant from Palmer leaps high to take it on his chest and feed it backwards to McFadden Lee has made a great run McFadden clips it over the top put too much on it Phillips has to get across and head it clear Palmer on the halfway line nutmegs his man goes down too easily the ref's rise there Palmer asking for a foul he played for that he fell into his leg, I think, yeah. more than anything else. He does do that too much, and I'm afraid... He's he a big, strong man as well. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't get the free kicks, he doesn't fool the rest with that. Mm-hmm. I would be inclined... Far be it from me to be entitled to tell Ollie Palmer what to do, mm-hmm. but I'd say lay off the trying to buy free kicks because it never works. Mm-hmm. Hayden, great header against Effiong. He's had that rest, Hayden, last weekend. He looks terrific so far. Ball over the top as a tester by passing, and Hayden does done well to head it partly away. Amalazar's held her up well, all the shot wants a free kick, but Amalazar doesn't, and he's done well to get up and keep the ball. Find Glover, he's got an overlap in Davis, who finds him. First time crosses a good one, well dealt with that by Tunnicliffe at the near post, volleying it back out to the flank where Davis is scrapping for it. Lee's done brilliantly there to win it. The ref gives a free kick for high kicking. Although Lee, I think, was happy to keep going and try and play a yeah. pass forwards. Still no mill. I suspect you could say it was a high foot, but only yeah. just as well. I think that was yeah. a bit. I think it was a foul, but I, I think, like I say, I think Lee was quite happy to carry on, and because mm. I think he was looking up and looking for options. There was a little run ahead of him by Young. Anyway, Howard knocks it long. Palmer gets up brilliantly, but Phillips just about blocks his flick on. McFadden then gets up and flicks it on well against Glover again. They got a right scrap. Palmer wins ahead and yeah. is penalised, and that, that's where you have issues with the things like the free kick not being given to. To McFadden because it mm. was a great deal in that really from Palmer. But I don't think Palmer does himself any favours. I no. think he's got to stand up for himself a bit more and stop going down in the challenges, as you say. That yeah. That um, he goes down too easily for me. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think he never gets anything because of that. Long ball forwards to the edge of the box. Hayden again, too strong. He beats Ifyong, who stays down, stranger. Not sure what happened there. Hooked over the top. Hayden heads it away again. Lee is allowed space, lays it back, puts over the top by Jones, nice idea, the ball bounces and Corner's in trouble as Mullen is all over his back, Mullen can't quite nick it off him, Corner's done really well to hold him off and get it back to the keeper. F. Young slowly getting up, has he taken a blow between the legs, I'm wondering, by the way he's moved around, I or think he might have done. Uh, might be his right knee actually, no, great right. work by Jones. Lovely work that by Hosanna to pop it inside and then Jones turning away from his man and switching, Tunnicliffe coming forwards. Back to the centre circle to Young. Oh, he's out his Jones knee, again. Look. Yeah. He's twisted his knee. Right. Mm. He's, he's trotting back now, though. He's trying to get involved as Jones lifts it down the flank. There's too much on that. But Mullen will pressure Cordner, who has to slash it down the line. Didn't want to put it out for a throw. So he's giving it to Jones instead. And Aldershot are able to pressure. F. Young able to trot along. He doesn't put too much energy into that. He's still feeling his way out. Oh, oh that's referee. a poor challenge by Amalazar on Young. That, for me, that looked like a card. Mm. He went in a bit late there, in the, the middle of the pitch. The ball had left. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a card because it's so early in the game, but yeah. I reckon he's a bit lucky there. And so, of course, we've got Mike, uh, Mike Jones in the crowd, who is our referee's assessor. And he said he thought the challenge on McFadgen was... Uh, was was late, he thought. Definitely late. The one that wasn't yeah, a foul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amalazar has been yeah, bucks, yeah. well, the rest quite right there. Mike points out this is the ref who gave us a dodgy last-minute penalty against Eastley last season. So it can't be all bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Malaz gets the yellow. 
and I think that's absolutely right to be honest he, he just he just arrived late he may well have I'm not saying he necessarily intended to hit him late but he was very late free kick then stood up to the left flank still no score here has flicked on through to Wrexham in Toza territory he's going to go across and take it looks like he isn't McFadgen has the ball in his hands about 25 yards out the amount of yards he's stealing he should leave it for Toza <laughs> he throws it into midfield back to McFadgen defender gets a touch now Toza's saying leave this I am having this one it's at about the same spot McFadgen considers doing that thing where we use it as a decoy and throw it to Toza Toza gives him the eyes and that doesn't happen either <laughs> the steely gaze of Ben Toza put McFadgen off there and Toza now leans back as far as he can and then starts his run up hurls it into the far post huge throw flicked on by a defender Toza will get to this as it cleared and takes on his man Amalazar looked like a handball by Amalazar that only Toza shouted for it certainly took an odd bounce and it's clears Wrexham will start again McFadgen on the left loads it up into the box that's a good ball Palmer nods it oh. square behind everyone Hayden does well to use his body and hold on to it at the right flank fakes to beat his man one way then the other and then pulls it back Jones helps it on quickly Young back to Jones that's nice space for a cross now Jones floats to the near post corner header across the face McFadgen puts it back in deflection oh. and headed over the bar for a corner whoa that was desperate defending that a lot of head tennis going on in there you're yeah. just waiting for the final contact to come from a Wrexham player but it didn't well, I wasn't able to check the handball shout because stuff was happening on the pitch, but Amalithar, right on the edge of the box, did seem to come across and, and use his arm, but only Toja shouted for it. So, Young's first corner from the left, he signals, sweeps it beyond the far post, just oh. over Palmer's head, he got it well, and it's cleared, pressure's really building now from Wrexham. 21st minute, nil nil. Nice ball by McFadden to Young. Young helps it quickly down the line to Lee, who draws a man to him and changes direction. That's cute. Young's gone beyond him. It's all vague adjacent in there, but Lee's so comfortable on the ball. Oh, what a lovely pass to Young. Young return Ooh. ball's not lovely, but Lee now begs his man. Beats the defender, gets to the goal line, pulls it across. Oh. Played by Balazar. Young squares it. Surely Jones will hit this. No, he's good pressure by Vincent. He's done well to hold on to the ball though, works it wide, Tozer inside, what pressure, Mullen edge of the area, hits a powerful shot, blocked, back to Mullen, he goes wide this time, can't find the support, works it back to the corner of the box, and it's a chance now for Jones to take on his man, he's done well to hold on to the ball after showing a bit too much of it to Partington, and now feeds it backwards, incessant pressure, hold a shot, penned in the area, Jones again, left the edge of the box, sweeps the poor cross, headed away comfortably, and McFadgen will have to chase that back to the halfway line and feed Hosanna. And Aldershot can step out and get a bit of relief. Wrexham still have it though. Young measures one over the top. That's a cute idea. Look at it. Toza who gets it behind the fence. Flicks it. Oh! oh that's that's a fabulous goal. goal. Just wide. <laughs> Toza, the striker there. Amazing touch. Turn. An instinctive flick beyond the keeper. And just wide of the far post. That would have been a fabulous goal, wouldn't it? Yeah, brilliant stuff. It's just unlucky that it seemed to have... I thought he was going to bounce in, and it bounced yeah. wide of the post. It's just one of those things. I think Toza can count himself unlucky. I thought he'd scored, I've got to say. I thought he'd scored. Took it on the chest, just twisted, and then flicked it with the outside of his foot beyond the keeper. What a... What a finish, yeah. except it went slightly wide. <laughs> wow, now long ball over Exxon's defence, and Toza's defending well, finding Gozana. He drills it long, nobody's there. No one will chase though, and Cordner's going to have to turn and go backwards to his keeper. Palmer's interested. Comfortable you popped out, Stoke, by Ashby Hammond. Where you oh, are, Lee again does well. Lunging block, puts it out for the throw in. Davis 
will leave it for Glover who steals yards and the ref is on top of it oh today's ref by the way I've named him have I is Andrew Miller oh it's that big tall guy isn't it yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him throw down on the halfway line thrown a good distance by Glover but a free kick given as Wrexham play was pushed yeah Mike our ref says he, yeah Amalazar's right to be boxed correct decision with the yellow yeah. card mm-hmm. although he said he should have waited and looked for the advantage as Wrexham going forwards he didn't he just blew and gave it so Howard steps up just past the halfway mark in the first half and Wrexham should be very happy with the performance except they haven't scored Palmer takes it on the chest and pops it back to Lee nicely Lee on the left tries to nutmeg again this time Glover manages um, forgive me for saying this to keep his legs together and Tunnicliffe will have to take a throw Toza to Young Young out to Tunnicliffe again on the left hand side and Wrexham just moving it about on the left patiently helped over to the right hand side now Jones pops it inside Mullins dropped deep to receive the ball in a little bit of space Lee picks it up Aldershot dropping off a bit here Lee carries it towards the edge of the area nice return ball to Mullin lovely turn can he hit this edge of the D drills it deflection and will it be a corner no Ashby Hammond gets across to stop that he was well close down Mullin there he certainly was wasn't he yeah but he looks he, uh, Mullen looks good Lee looks really in the mood doesn't he yeah Gavin France says Wales have never failed to get out of a World Cup group stage <laughs> we've only been in one of course <laughs> um, what stats do Wrexham have 100% record in I love that if anyone's got any suggestions throw them in on Ask Wrexham we'll have a think about that at half time as well throw in then it'll be taken by Harfield about 10-15 yards away from the Wrexham goal steps up and hurls it towards the halfway line flicked on well by Effie Ong but cleared by Hayden Jones popping it back not the best ball but Young's manager head it forwards to Jones who drives forwards and overhits a attempted through ball to Palmer Palmer looks frustrated as he turns back to him so <laughs> Jason Jones who we managed to speak to before the match it was lovely to meet him the guy who was oh hang on a second there's Oldshot give the away, ball away sloppily Young feeds Lee on the halfway line back to goal he's looking to get a turn in that change of direction not the best pass by him though throw to Aldershot yeah Jason who we met before the match the guy he's the guy who's come back to Britain in order to support Wrexham more regularly he said he's a, he, he tweeted he was in the fat ball with the pints of Wrexham lager and bootlegger catching up on Rob Ryan Red Rex, ready for Wrexham v Aldershot could it get any more Wrexham yeah he could have been listening to the final whistle mate <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to look at it Amalazar carrying it forwards works it back he said this is why I quit my job and came home there's Aldershot now have it on the halfway line feeding it in towards Glover who's come narrow he looks for Amalazar and he's done well to find a bit of space and work it out wide chance for a cross now maybe Harfield cutting inside on the overlap has to go back outside again and the cross when it does come in is miss hit awkward bounce for Lee though he's lost it on the edge of the area and he's done well to win it back and launches the ball forwards and finds Mullen even when Mullen must be climbed on perhaps ref doesn't give it I think he was making a bit of a back I don't know Mm. a 50-50 for me I don't know anyway Hayden for once is a poor touch and concedes a throw right by the corner flag Mm. it's unlike Hayden to make a mistake it's very close to being a corner and he managed to recover from that at least Um, throw in then by the corner flag we've seen the half field's got decent length on it at the moment Aldershot aren't really setting up for the long throw 
Yeah. The last one sort of fell down by the six-yard box. It yeah. didn't quite make it right across the six-yard box for a long throw more dangerous. It's not a toser, is it? No. Yeah. Yeah, look, looking for, uh, I think when you look at F. Young's position, because he's not actually in the six-yard box, that tells you something. It's thrown towards him, well won by Young in the air anyway. And now can Wrexham get their way out of this? Hayden clips it forward. Young's done really well to flick that on, but Mullen won't beat his man to it. Young, that's always the lunge in. Doesn't get there, though. And Aldershot take the ball out for a throw-in. Young's challenge forced the error. Yeah. Whether it was a foul or not, because the Aldershot man had to take evasive action. Yeah. Ref thought not. Without the evasive action, it could have been quite a nasty contact. Mm. As Hayden works the ball backwards to Toza, Alan Dacey says, Wrexham are massive everywhere they go. He's tied his Wrexham scarf to a huge... Dumb... Dot of the... Those old-fashioned guys who do deep-sea diving statue in Sydney. He was in Sydney to watch David Gray, and he was absolutely awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, David Gray, of course, centre forward for Wrexham until the spider bit him. Oh, that's James Gray, wasn't it? Yeah. Look up James Gray's spider bite if you're new to Wrexham, and you'll, you'll see a weird story. <laughs> Long clearance by Wrexham to the halfway line. Palmer flicks it on nicely. Mullen flicks it on as well. That's brilliant by Mullen. Cheeks his own flick. Round the back of the fence. No support. Tight angle. Ships the keeper. Oh, Paul Mullen! What a goal by Paul Mullen! Was there ever any doubt? That was fabulous. All his own work. Palmer flicks it on. Mullen, brilliant. Flick the ball past the defender, accelerates down the right, and then from an impossible angle, chips the keeper. His 49th goal for Wrexham. I quite like Paul Mullen. That was a real, real striker's goal, yeah. wasn't it? It was just pure class. There's no real getting away from it from that sort of angle to get a run in like that. Yeah. The defender should have dealt with him sooner and before he came into the area it's his pace they, they struggle with because he's got such pace as well when he runs into the box there you know the, the defender can't touch him once he's in that box because you know he's going down for a penalty and a great chip over the keeper to again i thought he was going to go past the post but no he's great touch by uh, by mullen what's that is uh, yeah. how many goals is that he scored the season now quite a lot can't remember. Miles, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll have a look now. 49 in his Wrexham career. Yeah. Just looking at the replay there, he was tight on the right yeah. wing and then he's come in. Oh. Yeah, he's carried it 20 yards, yeah. if not more. Mm. I, I think, I, I see what you mean about the defender, but I'm, I'm loathe to criticise. I just think, how many how many teams in the National League have ever had a striker like this guy? Yeah. You know, how, how, many, how, many, how many strikers have we had in the last 20 years who can do that sort of thing? Yeah, that I, was just brilliant. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of Kevin Russell. Yeah. He could pick up chances from nowhere and get great goals. First spell, Kevin Russell, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't as if he was clean on goal on his own, uh, was he? So oh. Palmer does well. Turns on the centre spot. That's a great ball towards Mullen. Can he finish? Oh, oh it's a great oh, tackle by Cordner. I think, to be honest, he committed a bit too soon, but managed to commit to it and just get a toe to it. Or Mullen was all on his own through the middle. Palmer did brilliantly then, didn't he? Yeah. And Mullen was punching the ground there. I yeah. think he was just so disappointed. But to be fair, that mm. Coranda did so well to come across for that sliding tackle to get the ball. He was lucky, wasn't he? I think because, mm. like I say, he dived in too early from too far out, but just managed to keep going mm. and just managed to toe poke it away. And Mullen was all on his own through the middle. Brilliant by Palmer, who turned away from two men. Now Wrexham coming forward again. McFadden did really well to help on to Lee under pressure. 
and Palmer cues little ball on the goal. And Mullen, first time layoff to McFadden left. This is beautiful stuff. McFadden knocks it off his man, doesn't win the corner because Phillips yeah. oh, manages to react, <laughs> block it, and then tries a little drag back. Now, the problem with a drag back when you're standing on the goal line <laughs> is that that's a corner. <laughs> Stop me if I go too fast. But that wasn't smart. No, that's very bizarre. It's sort of like, don't do that, that would be a corner. <laughs> oh, he did that, that's a corner. <laughs> it was lovely build-up play by Rex. It was fabulous to watch. That wasn't great, though. Young with the corner, under the bar, just oh. over. Oh, that was so close. We should have more than one. Not only again. We should have mm. one. That was Tunnicliffe again. He's really like McFadden. Keeps going close and can't get his first Wrexham goal. Young just swung it in under the bar. The keeper couldn't get to it. He was underneath it. And yeah, yeah. Tunnicliffe free header, stretching for it a bit. Couldn't keep it down. Great chance. Wrexham have started slowly to this game, and Aldershot had the better of it. But now, in the last ten minutes, it's all Wrexham. Yeah, Wrexham are looking. Very comfortable. Oh, short goal kick. as a heavy touch from Davis. Aldershot are just feeling a little uh, uncomfortable now, aren't they? Mm -hmm. They've been opened up. Good run by Amalazar, but the pass is too strong, and Toza gets the ball out to Hayden. He's got a simple pass inside to Young and finding the, the passing and availability of players and the finding space is really looking smooth here at the moment as Wrexham shift it around. Long ball over the top by McFadden. Lee, is he onside? Yes, but the pass is not accurate enough. That's a wonderful run by Lee. And if he'd found him, and it was findable, mm. he would have been all on his own through on goal. That was a heavy touch from McFarland. Yeah, he, he, like I said, Lee's run was great, and he ran into space. Could have hit him there. Long ball forwards over the top. That's a nice pass as well. And an attempt to bring him down by Maladar's not bad, but he's dispossessed. Ball up to the halfway, and Palmer takes it well. Back to goal, hurls it up. Lee is out wide, Palmer finds it. Mullins going over the top, Lee pops it to him. The pass doesn't in his path, but it's back to Lee now. Lee draws two men to him on the flank. And then that's Palmer take over. And now Wrexham are at the back. Toza strides to the halfway line. Pops it across to the right-hand side. Jones, little give-and-go to Hosanna. Jones has gone around the overlap. Hosanna cuts inside. Lee is screaming for a switch. Wrexham go backwards. Just drawing all the shots out. Young, good ball to Lee. Put under pressure. Turns his man like he's not there. Goes running at another. Clips it around the corner. Palmer, lovely return ball. Oh, oh. Lee nearly puts Mullen in first time. This is lovely to watch. There's a Lee in the middle of it. Palmer's chasing and chasing and forcing a poor clearance. Tunnicliffe heads it towards Lee. Can't quite reach it. Unlucky. They're putting on a show here, Wrexham. Mm. Only 1-0, but wow, they were opening them up at will, aren't we? Yeah. And again, it was a desperate touch this time from Phillips in mm. defence to stop Lee getting through. Palmer's um, well, run over the top no, here. It's offside, surely, Mullen. Yeah. yeah. He shoots and scores. But that should now be a yellow card, shouldn't it? He's kicking well, the I think, I think it's judgment, really, isn't mm. it? Is he wasting time? Don't think so. It's a bit daft to do because the whistle went long before he hit it. Mm. Mullen's got 17 goals this season. That's not bad, is it? Ball's played forwards and a little bit of a lucky touch. By Glover helps it on. He's going to pick it up again now and work it wide. Also trying to work a little movement for Vincent. So the third man running and he does manage to bring it down, but he's got Rex man around him and he's dispossessed. Hayden now by his corner flag. That's cute. <laughs> Fakes to knock it off his man and then suddenly plays oh. the toes. His clearance is charged down in the goal mouth. But luckily for Exxon, Tunnicliffe is aware, gets across, he just plants it in the crowd on the halfway line. Yeah. Tunnicliffe apologising instantly, quite right. 
It could have been a hairy little moment, that. Yeah, but Tony Cliff was awake to the mistake. He was straight across and didn't, didn't mess around with it. Speaking of hairy little moments, remember Bill Oddy? Throw down the line, <laughs> Hayden heads it clear, James Jones in midfield, How pops did it back. Come into your mind. That's oh, oh, a great ball down the flank that by Hosanna. Mullen just beaten to it by the last defender. He's still chasing though to force the corner, and it's very good defending by Harfield to poke it away for a throw by the corner flag. Tozer is saying, calm down, Jaffs, I've got this. Yeah. Mullen is in the mood today, I think, it's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, you can see all the players in the mood today, aren't they? Palmer's yeah. playing superbly. That's true. Yeah. Lee is enjoying himself. Oh, yeah, he's having a great game, Lee is. They're all playing really well. I think they're actually just toying with the old shot at the moment. Long throw in, flicked on towards goal. Mullen gets a touch, oh. driven towards goal again, poked away. Drops on the edge of the area. Young helps it on this time. Headed away to the edge of the box. Driven shot! Oh. Over. Wow, that was a hit by Mullen again. Off balance, just slung his right foot at it, and it whistled just over the bar. Keeper would have had no chance, he wouldn't have seen it. All the shot are having a charmed life at the moment. It's mm. just chance after chance going begging from Wrexham. This mm. feels a little bit like the, the Maidenhead game in the sense of we've got a goal. It does feel actually very comfortable, and yet, uh, you know, it's just only one up, and yet at mm. the moment you sort of feel like, yeah, they're not bringing anything to the party at the moment, we really are threatening. Mm. Here come all the shots and the ball drops to Effiong who works it wide, poor pass, throw to Wrexham. They, they look low in confidence, don't they, all the shots? Yeah. yeah. And as well, I mean, they've tried to take it to us mm. and credit to them for that. But ultimately, They're you know, the, 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 the quality is starting to tell, isn't it? Yeah, and the goal's taking it out of them a bit now. Yeah. Through taken to the halfway line, Palmer can't get to that. Mullen flicks it on well though. Oh, and McFadgen's bursting forwards here. Wins a throw in. Ten yards into Aldershot's half. Palmer's, Palmer's going to give a great run, and referee oh, says that McFadgen's no. stealing yards. He and he's right though, isn't he? To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Not many, Mark. Well, Six or seven know. yards. <laughs> you know, I mean, if if the hole the iceberg had torn in the Titanic was six or seven yards less, still would have had an impact. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's my logic. Yeah. The, anyway, throwing's taken backwards anyway by Wrexham in the end, and they recirculate. The ball's clipped over the top by James Jones. As Anna will accelerate and keep that in on the right hand side. He's looking for some ball. Jones is flying around the outside of him, and a well timed pass by Hosanna, but not well placed. Mm. It's put out for a throw by the corner flag for Toza to take. As Mercutio says after he's stabbed by Tibbles and Romeo and Juliet, it's it's no it's not as wide as a barn door nor as deep as a grave but tis enough I think, that, I think everybody that when he's the, the stab wound I think everybody was thinking that then Toza with a long throw hurls it towards the near post flicked on into the goal mouth a scramble can Palmer come out with the ball he can can he finish it drops to Mullen he's missed but it's here James Jones 2-0 the ugliest goal in the history of football but James Jones is celebrating it like he's just won the World Cup it was a mess that absolute mess but all the shot couldn't get it clear I'll tell you how I'll tell you how little it looked like sport yeah. it looked like rugby yeah. there are people diving in everywhere yeah. and I thought it was going to be a known goal actually yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Jones got the touch yeah. to the end I 100% agree I basically Palmer won the ball back inside the six yard box right in the middle and just couldn't quite get the view of a goal we just kept ploughing through defenders <laughs> and then when Mullen hits it Mullen should have scored frankly that was a poor yeah. miss by Mullen 
but you're right, the defender look, going towards his own goal, trying to get a touch, I think would have scored an own goal, but Jones was there, mm -hmm. standing on the goal line, and prodded it in. Yeah. And there is a, a buzz around the grounds, you know, a lot of people going for a cup of tea, a sort of relaxed sense of, well, job done, that's Jones. nice. Never is, but this is looking good. As Aldershot restart and Mullins causing problems again. I see the yeah, defender, yeah. to be fair, did get the block on, but just popped it straight in for the Jones. Six inches out, open goal. You, you know, he's deadly from that range, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Aldershot restart. But as you say, it's a poor miss by Mullins that yeah. set, set up the scramble. He really should have scored. And then Aldershot make a bit of a mess of the restart and... Yeah, again, it shows Wrexham's attitude. McFadgen sprinting to the side of the pitch to take a throw on the halfway line. And again, Wrexham are moving around nicely. Lee is loving it here. He's tackled, actually, but spins to Tunnicliffe. Sort of no-risk halfway line dribble because he knew any ricochet off a tackle was oh, going to fall to a Wrexham player. As the ref plays oh, a lovely one-two of Luke Young <laughs> and plays the advantage. Here comes James Jones again, popping it down the right. Ozana has got the full-back isolated, does a step over. Swoops a great... Oh, oh no, unlucky. Swoops a cross in. I thought that he'd beaten the keeper and given McFadgen an open goal, but it was well held. And then hurled out to Glover, who's accelerating back. Palmer sprints back brilliantly. The work rate's terrific. And Wrexham win this back. Palmer oh, into oh. midfield. That's sloppy. Given away. Partington squares a chance for a shot, perhaps, here. It's driven low, straight at Howard. He just has enough time to just parry it in front of him, yeah. rather than actually gather it. Wrexham looking very comfortable here. Five minutes and a half left. 2-0 up. And cooking on gas, as they used to say in the 50s. Howard on the edge of his area. Right-footed clearance, looking for Palmer on the left flank. He gets up, flicks it on cutely, he's winning everything in the air. Mullins paces, terrific, and he forces Phillips to go to ground. He had about a five-yard head start, Phillips, but he could only get there first by going to ground and putting out for a throw and ticking quickly before Tozer could come across. Now here he is. Oh, cute little bit of skill by him. Lemus controls it, puts it off the pitch. He's a bit annoyed of himself, pokes the ball clear. Was he annoyed with himself or Tozer for the fast pass? Yeah, fair point. Throwing taken. Mike also thinks that Amalazar handled it earlier on in that instant with Toza, and that would have been a second yellow. Mm. All over the top, but Palmer for once can't challenge for it. Yeah, not getting onto the Ars Rexums again because this is quite a fun show. Mm -hmm. yes. You get the feeling every time Rexham go forward, there's a goal coming. Yeah, Jones on the corner to Hazan. This is nice. Palmer, return pass, cute idea, overhead. And it'll go back to the keeper. It's uh, switched over to the right-hand side. And Lee comes across, gets a foot in. Throwing the halfway line right-hand side. As the referee says, he's a stickler for where you take throw-ins, isn't he? Mm. There's some nice-ass Wrexhams as a go-back from in midweek. That's, that's something new we have. Throwing down the line. Ball headed clear. I see Spitball Idea, who always is fun, is uh, saying that Twitter can't shut down because they want a half time taste test. Well, listen, my friends, this week's half time taste test is a uh, clear foul on McFadgen there, by the way, not given. And as a result, it's picked up by Willard and he pops it all to the edge of the area. Good strong defending that by Tonicliffe. Just nips in and wins that ball. 
never going to give up. Jones now under pressure. Oldshot committed a lot of players around the edge of Wrexham's area, but they weren't really putting the pressure on. They were just blocking the passing lanes, and Wrexham bring it away. Intercepted by Cordner on the halfway line. He goes driving through the middle. He's got movements on the right by Glover, who looks quite lively. He's got it now. Taking on McFadgen. Goes a good ball down the line. Davis tries to take on Lee. Goes to ground. Full stretch tackle. Puts it behind. Yeah, Che Long has given us uh, something for the taste test, which has already drawn horror from the fans behind us. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Che. He's not listening. But I will I will confront him over this afterwards. Yeah. If it's from the shop, I think it's from the shop. It's a bit... Not yeah, great. I, 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 he will be disciplined. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so here comes Glowen. He's got a decent throw and better throw than Harfield. But Hayden beats Effiong. And Lee clears it nicely. And Mullen, he's all on his own. But that didn't stop him with the first goal, did it? Well, there's Holder up instead. And it's not the best pass by him. And Hosanna's going to have to go backwards now because Mullen put him under pressure. Lovely play by Hosanna. Looks up, works it to Young. Rex will go back to Howard. It was all a bit out of shape, that. Yeah, I think Mullen went for a cute pass, and it yeah. was a cute pass to nowhere. Turning and running at his oh, man probably to work. That's a good ball by McFadgen to lead on the left. And he cuts inside. Palmer's made space. Good ball inside to Mullen, who twists on the edge of the area, feeds it on quickly. Oh. Again, too much on that. Mullen just trying to play the killer ball when a simple ball to Jones would have had a two-on-one overload on the right side of the box. And it's a throw-in. Fans applaud it. It was a lovely, fluent move again. As Toza heads it sensibly in size from a long ball forwards, but it wasn't enough to open them up. We have actually missed a couple of decent, easy chances. That wasn't that difficult to pass. He did the mm. difficult part by turning and making the space for himself, and he probably should have got past the pass in. Toza tings it over the top. Too much on that for Palmer. For those of you who are on the uh, Not County Obsessive list, mm. they are still drawing. There was a question asked Wrexham about whether they could do us a favour. Uh, Yeovila is. Yeovila, the opponents at Notts County today. Yes, it was barcode mark. Will they be able to do us a favour? Throw in taken and Aldershot is scrapping around in midfield for it. Scruffy stuff and a Mullen goes in on a challenge. Can't quite get there. Lee now is battling for a good work by Malazar. He's comfortably their best player, Aldershot, in this half, I think. Driving down the right-hand side, though, and Tunnicliffe goes to ground and puts it out for a throw-in to Aldershot. Tunnicliffe's just a good player, and he yeah. threw in taken quickly. Some Wrexham fans want to foul throw. It wasn't. Goes back to the halfway line. And Palmer is beaten by Davis. But he puts enough pressure on for Lee to nick the ball. Wrexham haven't got much ahead of the ball, though, but Palmer, great strength. Yeah. And a blatant foul on him as he's shoved to the ground. And eventually he's allowed to get up again by Partington, who clobbered him. I think that says everything we were saying earlier on as well. That mm. time he actually tried to stand up and hold him off. Yeah. And the player comes around and chops his legs out, so it's quite <laughs> clearly a free kick. Yeah. That might be a reason not to stay on your feet, mind, if people are going to kick you all the time. Maybe that's not the best option then, eh? <laughs> anyway, free kick. Two minutes of added time. Ball towards McFadgen. Important had to clear that. And it's a throw to Wrexham, 25 yards out. Wrexham, I say 2 0 up. And, and in the comfort zone, to be honest. Mm. Looks like there's more goals in this team at the moment. Don't, I'm not tempting fate, I'm just stating the fact. Makes them looking good. Toza will sling in a long throw here. As, Rexham have, as always, then a crowd in the box, Hayden just outside. 
Got a man touch tight on him to try and stop him from taking off. Toza slings it towards Hayden, headed up in the air by a defender, and then helped on a bit further by Glover. Young will attack this, brings down beautifully, flicks it into the box, headed square by uh, uh, Tunnicliffe. Unluckily for him, dropped between two Wrexham players and Gordon got away. Hosanna, though, has found Lee with a volleyball force. Lovely take by Lee, back to goal, high in his chest, and now he's dribbling down the left. Toza, first time ball for Palmer's just under hit. McFadgen nips in well, was he fouled by Malazar? No. And now Aldershot have got a four on two break for the moment. Wrexham hates him herring back, but he's a Alizar into the box, right hand side, sets himself. Great block by Hosanna. Wow, what pace. It's a throw in. He set himself. You could see he was going to hit it. And as he hit it, Hosanna came from out of the picture and just blocked it behind. Brilliant work by Hosanna. I've got to say, it's the speed of this Wrexham team as well. So yeah. Hosanna's pace and Hayden's pace. And, you know, apart from Mullen, that really makes the difference. And as you say, Hosanna came from right from well the right side right across to the left side to make that block exactly I mean Hosanna is probably the fastest of the ball isn't he mm. although you know the, <laughs> the lovely thing is there's a fair bit of competition I mean Hayden is quick inside him as well mm. Mullen is quick Jones has got a real burst of pace on him mm. there's, a, there's a lot of options and there's a lot of big lads in this Wrexham team here comes another long throw then and that's a good long throw to the edge of the six yard box but Young gets it away comfortably Palmer what a touch just seems all a bit yeah. mad to me yeah. just some of the principles around it and just everything this conversation took a sudden turn didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend to do that then. but oops um, it's, uh, they're air conditioned yeah I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested to see what those football matches do look like um, in terms of the 10 o'clock kickoffs are 1 o'clock in, in the, the desert morning. yeah yeah no no 1 o'clock in, in, the, in yeah in the afternoon the yeah. afternoon yeah. I mean yeah. so a strange role being held in one city as well mm. every, well, every game's in Doha mm. uh, yeah all the stages sort of yeah, all I mean the, the, the country's tiny isn't it anyway yeah, yeah. Um, no I'm just well there's there are many much greater reasons mm. to uh, to be unhappy with the tournament oh. being there not least the fact that according to Qatar and FIFA, who of course are now looking very, very silly, mm. because two days with a tournament, Qatar suddenly said, "Oh, by the way, mm. all those concessions we were making, uh, we didn't. Yeah, we yeah. just did that to make to, to get the World Cup." And don't you look stupid? Mm. Um, but they claim that three people have died in the making of this tournament. Mm. Three, three people, mm. three. Okay, sure. And what's the true fact? The true number yeah. is impossible to judge. Mm. Um, but the Guardian are saying that it was 12 years ago when Qatar, or oh, Tommy Kaus now is uh, getting excited in front of us here, sorry. Um, the, the Guardian is saying the true figure, it's impossible to calculate, but since the World Cup was given to Qatar 12 years ago, and let's, let's point something out here, nobody's ever had 12 years to prepare before. There's reasons why this happened that way. Um, it meant that they had to build an entire infrastructure because the motorways didn't exist to get you from one part of the country to another because the metro system didn't exist. So, firstly, that number that the Guardian gave was six and a half thousand migrant workers killed wow. in the 12 years since the World Cup was given. But they did emphasise that's all migrant workers, because as we know, the kafala system in Qatar means that uh, migrant workers have their passports taken away from them. Essentially, have no rights whatsoever. Um, and and so that might also be just building skyscrapers as well as being an infrastructure for the World Cup. Yeah. But let's be honest here: every death linked to infrastructure needed for the World Cup. 
is a death caused by this World Cup, mm. and any death caused by a World Cup is one too many. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that, due to a number of factors, it's impossible to tell the exact figure, but there's an excellent article, if anyone wants to read it, in The Athletic that sort of tries to break things down a bit, and they explain that's why throughout the tournament they will say thousands of people have died, because it mm. isn't 6,500, that's all migrant workers, so that's mm. horrific in itself. Mm. Over 12 years, 6,500 migrant workers died there because there's no care about their con working conditions, but the point they're making is that at a conservative estimate, it's, it's four figures. Mm. Um, the other point is that the reason that FIFA and Qatar are saying three people is because those are the people who are actually certified to have been killed while working on construction in a football stadium. So if you're working on infrastructure, you don't count. Mm. And also, um, these are people who have actually, well, one of them fell through a roof which was not constructed correctly. One of them had an accident with machinery he was operating in the stadium while building part of the stadium. I don't know what the third person, what happened to that third person. But the point is, it's only if it's that direct that they will acknowledge it's anything to do with the World Cup. So anybody who has heat stroke because they're working in a stadium at midday at 50 degrees and dies, that's natural causes as far as they're concerned. There is one other incredibly disturbing statistic, which is that the, the average, right, on death certificate, the average, the percentage of Qatari nationals, or people who are not the migrant workers, whose death certificate registers unknown cause of death is 1%, and that's in line with the global average. Mm -hmm. The number of migrant workers in Qatar whose death certificate says unidentified cause of death is 70%. Mm -hmm. Now that's distressing. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason is that the Qataris can take advantage of the fact that these workers have mostly come from Muslim countries, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, India, Pakistan, mm -hmm. and A, in Islam culture, funeral should take part place as quickly as possible after the death mm. so the families are desperate to get the body back and b it is a sin in islam to cut a body after after death mm. which which is used as an excuse to not have autopsies which means everyone just says oh well uh, unknown cause of death mm. send the body back mm. which is rather convenient because without with an unknown cause of death there can be no compensation yeah. they've only paid out those three compensation cases uh, when it comes to Autopsies, there are other types of autopsy. It doesn't have to be an actual with a knife. There are other ways of having a talk autopsy, including a verbal autopsy, which is, I saw that man, he was perfectly healthy, he's never had any heart problems, and he suddenly died in the sun after being made to work non-stop carrying heavy things for four hours. He died because of that. That, that. that would count, but all that's brushed away. MRI autopsies. There's all sorts of ways to get around it. Biopsy autopsies. Yeah. There's all sorts of ways around it. They're not done and there's no compensation, end of. I enjoyed the first half, but the atmosphere has changed, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just very sad that yeah. that's a conversation that we're having about yeah. football. Yeah, exactly uh, right. Yeah. And, and I'm going to watch the footy and enjoy it, but the fact is, it's the footy, not the, not the event. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to cuss across you then, but you got me all, you got me all passionate. <laughs> well, <laughs> I agree, it's just very, very sad. Um, yeah, precisely, yeah. precisely. It's all about football, and suddenly it's not. It's, mm. you know. Well, let's go back to football, because they're yeah. brilliant Ask, ask Rexhams, and we've barely got to them. I apologise to you all, because there's some corkers this week. I did say in our pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-match show that um, we've been thinking about doing an Ask Rexham podcast. I, I think probably I'll have to, if only to get the backlog done today. 
Um, Barcode Mark, here's a great question. How do you think we do in League One with the current squad if we go up? And if we need to strengthen it, where? Stockport had a rough start, but have had better results recently. And Grimsby are one place below the playoffs. What do you reckon? Um, I think we'd do all right. In yeah. league, certainly yeah. in League Two, League One, I think we'd do all right in as well. 100%. 100%. I totally agree. I don't think... I think that the last transfer window has allowed us to round this squad off. Mm. That's why we didn't go up last year. And, and for me, that's why we will go up this year. And I think you're 100% correct. I, I think this side would be a good League One team, I think. Mm. Um, I also would say that... The, I, we would strengthen it, but I don't think there are areas of weakness anymore. Mm. I think there were in the summer, there aren't now. But we would strengthen it because we recruited this team like as a League One level to win the National League. And I think there would be improvements bringing in players who could play a championship level, bringing yeah. them down to League Two to make sure that we attack League Two well. And uh, that's what the sort of thing. And you start to look at players that are very, very good at this level, sort of. You know, Luke Young for starters yeah. I think he's a brilliant player mm. but how would he do at Le League One mm. I don't know <laughs> it seems very harsh to me to make these sort of comments but perhaps somewhere like that you'd be looking at bringing in a championship mm. top rated midfielder to replace mm. Luke Young I mean the, the, the beauty of not being a excellence mm. manager is we don't have to make these decisions because yeah. yeah I love Luke Young I think, yeah. he'll do, I think he'll do well in League Two I think he'll be absolutely fine but you're right if you can bring in a championship player <laughs> you know, in a position, do you then, you know, I guess you're probably hard-nosed and you say, yeah, if I can bring in this guy, I bring in this guy. Mm. Um, and that's what you get paid for, to make the difficult decisions. Because, you know, Mullen and Palmer quite easily cope in League One. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Palmer was having an average time of it in League One when we got him, mm. but to be fair, he is playing for a... I don't want to be funny about AFC Wimbledon in the context of the league mm. a much better side and if we were to get into the League 2 and League 1 with Palmer and Mullen up front and the likes of Lee supporting them mm. you know Palmer is in a successful infrastructure that he thrives in and it'll be a different Ollie Palmer from the one who was trying to work for scraps and is in and out of the team at Wimbledon it's not just the player's ability it's yeah. a circumstance isn't it the players round him mm. um, and then you start perhaps looking at the goalkeeper position as well um, mm. again Howard yeah, yeah. and Leighton are cracking keepers at this level. Yeah. They would be cracking keepers at League Two. But yeah. again, at League One level, do you suddenly start to think, are you going to push on? Do you suddenly bring in a champions championship yeah. keeper? But I think that that's the issue looking at this squad. If you're going to improve it, you've got to be start, starting to look at the championship for players. Uh, that's exactly right. I think, I, I think what you said first really sums it up. I think this team would do very well in League One. I think this team, uh, sorry, in League Two, mm. I think this team would actually do well in League One. Mm. I think I, I think that's the case, to be honest. Uh, here's a beauty here. Mm. I, I saw this this morning and I was excited. All right, and I'm sorry I've forgotten your first name. You have said it to us, um, montfhg at aol.com. I don't think that is your first name. I reckon there's another type of name you've got, but who knows? He said that he says the Buffalo Bills game on Sunday was moved to Detroit due to four feet of snow and attached a wonderful photo of a snowy stadium. Mm, How yeah. much snow has the race course ever got? Well, um, 
The one game that comes to mind that I remember well was West Ham, <laughs> and the keeper dropped it right on the edge of the 18-yard box, for, <laughs> and West Ham equalised from it. I thought Wrexham were going to knock West Ham out. And we uh, did in the replay. And we did in the replay, yeah. yes. Well, that's a good one. Mm. I like that. That was the third round of the Cup. We drew one over Premier League West Ham at the race course. Played really well. Their manager, Harry Redknapp, who's now a celebrity in Britain, mm-hmm. uh, claimed that it was Wrexham only did it because the pitch was bad with all the snow on it. And wait till we get them to uh, West Ham mm. on the proper pitch. He actually said that. What a mug. Because we'd actually played all the football on a treacherous pitch. Hugo Porfirio scored West Ham's goal with a brilliant volley from the edge of the area as a Portuguese player and Redknapp claimed that he'd never seen snow before which was not true mm. but it was a good line so anyway in the, in the, in the game at, at West Ham we absolutely played them off the pitch we were brilliant we were, we were two leagues below them then yeah. um, couldn't score until at the last minute when the man you, uh, Andy mentioned Kevin Russell, who in his first spell as a young lad at Wrexham was a tearaway super fast striker like Mullen and scored lots of goals and came back at the end of his career having had a lot of injuries which compromised his pace and was a really intelligent midfielder. He popped up having come off the bench and scored a screamer and we beat them 1-0 at Upton Park and there was a lot of difficult questions for Redknapp to answer in the press conference which was really memorable uh, because basically the local press saying Oh, I thought they were rubbish and you'd battered them here. <laughs> he got a really tough ride. Yeah. And then in the middle of it all, he also had a tough weekend because one of his star Romanian players had cried off injured the weekend before and then was filmed, was photographed during the match he cried off for because he was too ill, shopping with his wife in expensive shops in the heart of London. Mm. And so he'd had that and that was a story broken by a journalist called Brian Wolno. And halfway through the press conference, Wulno suddenly walked in having arrived late and Harry Ednoff broke off from his answer to tell Wulno how can I put this to tell Wulno to leave in quite direct language <laughs> yes. quite Would you direct please language leave the building <laughs> yeah, it was more direct than that Andy I'm telling you snow at the racecourse Neil we're, we're talking about um, I've got a couple of ideas here but any recollections for you sorry threw that at you well no suddenly. I mean the West Ham game is the one that I remember like yeah. everybody else. Um, I've been to a few games here, turned up, and they've called the game off. Yeah. This is travelling from Cornwall. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I think you've trumped us all there. And they've called the game off because there's a bit of snow on the pitch, you yeah. know. I mean, years ago, they, they played, they just clear the lines yeah. and they get on with the game, wouldn't they? Well, it must be said about this West Ham game, it did take place. They cleared, like you said, yeah, yeah. they cleared the lines and put bright, what they do in football in Britain, put bright blue paint down instead of white paint, mm. had an orange ball, yeah. and then played. Um, yeah. And it was snowing during the game as well. Yeah. It was a bitterly, yeah, yeah. bitterly cold yeah. day. There's a more standing on the cop. <laughs> I was, um, a more recent example, which I think the weather was worse in this one, was Macclesfield away a few years ago, which was a, a proper snowstorm. And I wouldn't have liked to have been in the away end then for Wrexham because it was uncovered as well. Mm. And we lost 4-1 and it was one of those games, it was on TV, mm. and it was really hard to see what was happening. However, I've got a couple of, of, of mad examples. Um, one of them, as Tommy Kaus wants to know, I think, who's my favourite president? Yes. Favourite president or favourite obese president? My favourite president, I think, is Woodrow Wilson because, true fact, I've been to his house in Washington. Yeah, I've got stories I could tell you about him, but uh, not that sort of story. He's not looking at me like that. 
Wrexham are making a change actually Liam McAlinden is coming on for Bryce Susanna so that's a bit of a worry um, yeah um, snow on the pitch we'll get back to that in a sec because we're about to kick off so McAlinden on straight swap for Rosanna let's hope Rosanna's okay he looked very lively in the first half so McAlinden on for him and Wrexham are about to kick off towards their fans here we go ball laid backwards and Toza clips it forwards headed away comfortably by Phillips popped back in towards the edge of the area Phillips as well to cover only heads as well as Jones he'll hit this he drives oh, it on target but didn't okay. get hold of it and it's straight at the keeper um, I'm going to check my facts on a couple of these snow things as the ball's not long and Hayden again too strong for Effiong it was uh, Effiong is, his strength is his power mm. and Hayden's just brushing him away ball down the line by Hayden and oh Mullins brought that down magnificently luckily be fouled not given but it's picked up by Jones right side the box can he pull it back he does and oh, misses that that's a great a chance that's a heck of a chance I think Palmer's already in his celebration mm. position for that I'm, I'm also asking Mike our ref was he fouled after the shot we got in that's one of my little bugbears with refereeing that it seems to me if a player gets a shot off you're allowed to clatter him late mm. I mean he should have scored I think yes Jones did really well pulled it back Mullen hit it and then to me Mullen's then tripped mm. by a player lunging in to try and get a foot on the ball and arriving too late to be fair Palmer didn't ask for it yeah. just one of my bugbears if you get a shot off people are allowed to kick you as the older shot that's a nice, like, well, nice idea poor touch by Vincent he's managed to get away from Lido carries it towards the edge of the area Toza shows him wide shot comes in too close to the keeper comfortable catch for uh, Howard but that was a heck of a chance for Palmer then he should have scored in all honesty Wrexham fans again making good noise Howard goes long too long too straight too bad and straight through to the keeper so lively start of the half both sides getting shots off in the first two minutes all the shot of our popping the ball around at the back Cordner working it wide Wrexham committed three men into the press and forced a mistake Hayden's chest down though doesn't find Jones but Jones is hassling Amalazar who's got to go backwards and it's Davis I beg your pardon it's Harfield it's ball forwards is not dealt too well by McAlinden but well well done Young tracks back and, and covers it I've got to say we've rather put Che's taste test in the right oh, place oh we have yeah <laughs> Che right I'm, I'm going to have a pop at him he's going to get a one match suspension here <laughs> All, the, all this remarkable gourmet food people have brought in at half time as Aldershot break down the right hand side to try and save Che from his suspension it's <laughs> picked up by Partington ball for oh, Hayden just nicks it off his man beautifully and Lee flicks it over the top that's a great idea Muller will get there he's isolated again on the left he'll cut inside Palmer's busting again oh. Muller beats his man and tries to beat a second wins a corner Palmer just couldn't arrive in time yeah. brilliant skill by Mullen in the midst of all these spectacular performances <laughs> Mullins really something else yeah. he's just really ripping into players just to say about Che all this you know uh, uh, Neil bringing us is it a free kick? No. oh he's given a free, free kick free, free, oh, right. I was just going to give you a corner I've got to say firstly I don't think it was a foul no. and secondly as he's given a free kick on the corner of the box that's got to be a card on it because Mullins was essentially clear well, he's pulling him back, wasn't he? he was yeah. Well, he should be booked then, surely. Yeah, you'd have thought so. Well, Young's got a free kick then. That's a lovely position for a free kick. It's right level the edge of the area. He could rip one in now, which could be on target. And if someone gets a touch, it could be deflected in. If no one gets a touch, it might go in. 
Young's given the go-ahead, signals, and he does exactly that, but it's cleared well at the near post. Young back out to Young again, he feeds it backwards. Ball slung into the box, and the defender lunges to beat Hayden to it. Toza flicks it back in fast first time. Pop back in! Oh, End of the line lying. spectacularly. Palmer hit that beautifully from an almost impossible angle. And a diving header off the line. Palmer has already in this half missed an easy chance and had a shot off the line. What a start to the half this is. I, I, I recap that. But oh, Howard's giving it straight to Aldershot. It's Glover. Clear side to goal. Good save. Uh, should never have happened. And he balls it out quickly again. And now here come Wrexham. Lee popping it forwards. This second half started incredibly. Palmer, return ball for Lee. The keeper will get out of the box and just beat him to it. Okay, this is insane. It's like watching a game on the yard. Brilliant header by a fan in the 15th row of the Macron stand as well. They got up and headed it up in the end, got a good round of applause. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I was trying to recap loudly then because club legends and club secretary Geraint Parry has just come up for the second half having no doubt handled all sorts of stuff during the break and I wanted to let him know there'd been chances oh, great, some break forwards great Palmer lovely ball to Jones he tries to play the through ball oh, too much on it. it Mullen couldn't reach it he applauds the idea though this game is wide open now mm. which I would have thought if I was Aldershot I would not like mm. uh, balls played forwards and F. Young turns well <laughs> and then plays the ugliest pass he can imagine. <laughs> he just turns, got his head down, passed to where he thought the player was, the player was nowhere near it, threw into Wrexham. I love the trait of a footballer as well. When they make a horrendous mistake like that, he turns around <laughs> yeah. and tries to blame the other player as Too well. Right. <laughs> and then Palmer. rubbed his head. Palmer backing in as well to find McElind and helped on by Jones towards Lee. And he's found him, that's a good pass that. But Persian pops it to Lee on the overlap. That's asking a lot of him. He goes down, looked like he was clipped. Throw goes all to shots away. I feel the ref's guessing a few of these, if I'm honest. Mm. Looked like he was caught. Maybe not. Maybe I'm being harsh. Uh, so free kick to Aldershot. I still want to moan about Che. Can I do it now? Um, <laughs> I don't, don't know. All that lovely organic stuff that people are bringing. Neil. Pork bring, pies. Bringing in organic week. pork pies of the highest quality. Bringing in s sausages from his own pigs, mm. right? Chase said he's got a Welsh oat cake for us to test. It's a Gerard's mass-produced. Yeah. What the heck, Chase? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd eat it. But <laughs> but what? As Rexon do well to win it back, and Young finds Lee accelerating through the middle. He beats his man, edge of the area. Will he hit it? No, he works it wide. McLean's got space. Lots of bodies in the box. He takes a touch, though. Yeah. Takes on his man on his left foot. Chips to the far post. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, he saved it. Oh, oh what a save! Lee with a free header six yards out. Some other keeper called her out. Wow! Can we see that again, please? I called out as a goal. That's remarkable. That's a fabulous save. Here's Jones now. Clipping it oh. to the right hand side. McLinden nods it down. Constant pressure from Wrexham again. It's work wide again. McLinden bursting down the right hand side. Level the edge of the area. Hayden in support. Will he use him? He's got a player arriving at the edge of the box as well. He pins it to Hayden, gives a give and go. McLinden goes to the return pass, asking a lot, and Hayden can't keep that end. That was too tight to try that sort of passing unless you're Elliot Lee mm. and Paul Mullen, to be honest. What a yeah. save! That was a ludicrous How save. How do you it? save that? Yeah. No he idea. sort of clawed it back out yeah. after it dropped over the goal line, I thought. It was just amazing. It was brilliant. I mean, it was a close-range header. He, he should have had no chance. And to be fair to Lee, he made contact well. Six yards out, unmarked. And, you know, he wouldn't say when a player misses from there he should have scored. Mm. To be fair, I don't think he did anything wrong. He came surging forwards. 
beat his man worked it wide on the right hand side in he goes yeah runs in the box McAlinden faces his man up nice little chip to the far post Lee free header oh what a save that is a disgusting save that as the ball plays in the box Hayden gets there does really well Maluza does well to retrieve it minds and here's older shot now by the corner flag ball's fed backwards cross comes in that's a nasty ball across the face of Edson goal and it's flicked over from six yards out good work by McFadgen who managed to lean on Willock and force him to put it over from six yards out but goodness me that was a dangerous ball in to be fair to Aldershot they've had two good chances I know one was a Wrexham mistake but yeah. Glover should have done better yeah yeah McFadgen did well to put the pressure on him but he got a good contact on it Palmer brilliant oh, fouled come on, Just come on yeah exactly he's made advantage but you know we had to run back to the halfway then to retrieve it he's battered in the back there Palmer now here's Young lovely run by Palmer the movement's been superb I mean they just can't deal with it Aldershot Ball played to London Palmer. Lloyd beats his man. Lovely trick. Come he's on, pulled ref. back in the box. No foul given. Palmer is continuing, but furious. He's berating the ref while on the ball. He could have pulled it back. Lee had an open goal, but he couldn't play it because his shirt looks to be pulled. McFadgen turns. He's tackled well. Can Aldershot break that? Wrexham fans are furious. Nothing's come of that. Hayden now being tested by Effiong and he's to win it. Effiong driving into the box right hand side. He's got support. Can he lay it off? He's held it up well and then plays a dreadful pass. Good talk about Tony Cliff. Long range shot comes in. Easy for Howard. But the crowd are furious about that. Palmer was livid. We'll have to wait for the replay on it. But that was a big, big penalty shot. Big penalty shot. Yeah, I think so too. Like I said, if he hadn't been pulled back, he could have squared it. And Lee would have been all in his own. Six yards out, Palmer wins a good header. Mullen tries to trick the defender, can't quite manage it. Wrexham fans shout for handball. The players aren't. Oldershot drive forwards. The referee Miller is getting real grief. Here's the replay now, but I don't want to take my eyes off the pitch, really. Palmer, yeah, it's blatant penalty. Yeah. He's taking a ride on, yeah. on Palmer's back. That's shocking, referee, and that. And the referee's position there, who's just slightly yeah. behind him, he must have seen that. Absolutely. Surely he's checking out of that. Totally. Yeah. Blazing pen. Here's Jones now, right hand side level, the edge of the area, pulls it back, finds Young. Jones takes over again, good vision, ultra midfield though, so deep. That pass across can find Toza, threads a nice ball to Palmer, tries oh. to back heel. Mm, I, I, that's too much of a show pony stuff, I say. Let's, let's get five goals past them and then start to yeah, do that awful stuff. Awful ball there, but yep. shot forward. Tony yeah. Cliff intercepts the, on the bench, they were going nuts, they were so angry at that. Mm. They've got a sub ready to come on. Here's Palmer now, right-hand side, driving in, he's got players arriving at the far post, Palmer plays a brilliant pass, oh, oh, it's just ahead of Mullen, can he keep it in? Not quite, unlucky, oh that was sensational, Mullen was in space at the far post, Palmer tried to put shape on it, to bend it round the defender and find Mullen, it was inches short of putting Mullen clear on goal. That was almost brilliant. Aldershot, I've got to realise that they are being picked apart far too easily. They've got to do something about this. There's a change is made. And it's Willard coming off. On comes Odi Alpha. Alpha goes on the left-hand side. It's a straight swap. Willard really did not get into the game. Mm. That penalty shot, though. Oh, we're getting another angle of it now on the monitor. There's Aldershot win the ball back. I mean, Palmer turned his man. 
So Phillips put his arm around his stomach and held on to him. And then when he couldn't stop him that way, because he was too strong, he just grabbed his shirt of both arms, had a pull. Palmer wrestled himself partly loose, so he grabbed him again. Palmer actually, in the box, turned and shouted at the ref while being fouled and kept the ball. Madness, still only 2-0. I have no idea why, how. Mm. I'm definitely going to start this at Ask Rex and Podcast I've been talking about this week because we've got to nothing, have we? It's just so non-stop. It could be, there could have been 10 goals in this game. Easily. Some of Wrexham's football has been brilliant to watch. The ball's fed across by older shots to the right. A rare lull in the pace of the game. Nice ball towards Amalazar. Finds space between the lines. Tries a little step over Jones and well to slow him down. He switched it now over across to the left-hand side. Here's the sub working it on the overlap. Totally mishit crosses. Sliced behind. I guess I've got to ask the question on everybody's mind. Shall we do a taste test on a Gerard's oat cake? We might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you just split it into three bits, Andy, oh. and then we'll we'll see if it tastes like a Gerard Oak. Che Long, you are suspended. You are suspended. <laughs> I am looking at you, Che, over doing the highlights commentary on the far side of the pitch. You can hear me. You can te- sense my angry mind waves. Mind waves. Name of the 1970s prog rock band I was in. Long ball forwards, Palmer flicks her on. Defender gets a foot to it. Good foot in there by Young. Now Rexham are breaking again here. Jones can't drive through the middle, so he switches it to McAlinden, who's been busy since he came on. He would be, really, coming into this team, wouldn't you? And now here is Toza working it over to the left-hand side. You're listening to right. There you go. You're listening to live oat cake division <laughs> here on Wrexham Player. Thank you very much, Andy. Chocolate Welsh oat cake. Chocolate Welsh oat cake, yeah. As uh, the ball clipped over the top by Wrexham, that's a great ball towards McFadgen by Toza. Can he keep it in? No. No, yeah, no he can't. Now the Wrexham fans on the Macron stand side yeah. are furious, and happy. so is McFadgen. Wow. The linesman gave it. Okay, let's have a look at let's, let's have a look at this one. That's a try and old cake. I mean, they're really not happy. That ball mm. must have been in. You know what? It tastes like an old cake mm. with chocolate on it. Che Long, nice suspended. Yeah, which is on. Borderline that, looking at that one, I wouldn't like to say. Long ball forwards, Palmer flicks on beautifully, but Mullen can't get to it. Margaret Feeling is in that position, the linesman's right, because he's right, looking right down the line. But, I don't know, haven't seen the replay, hard to tell. No other flavour, Mark, at all. You know what? This could be a two-match suspension. Ball played over to the left-hand <laughs> side. That's a nice pass by McFadgen, is it? No, well intercepted, throw to Wrexham. Toza can take this one. Bulls are going to never change lined up and they are going to make it Wrexham fans take the opportunity to boo the linesman all I can taste is the chocolate and something chewy yeah. there's, there's not a great deal of taste in the house three game three game suspension yeah. yeah I think so Michael Class for a two footed bit oat cake <laughs> Michael Class is coming on not Mylene for any fans of 1990s music based reality shows and was it Glover who came off? It's it, Partington, the skipper. Partington, yeah. So, Toza with a long throw in from level by the edge of the area, left hand side. How Wrexham haven't scored three at least is beyond me. Toza hurls it into the goal mouth, headed away comfortably by Cordner. McFadgen does well to nod it back in. Cordner gets under it a bit, doesn't get much distance on his second header clearance. Young nearly puts it behind the defence. And that would have been dangerous because Mullen was looking to run onto it. And then lovely work again by Palmer. Gets in between man and ball, runs it out for the throw. 
like I say, I can't understand how we've only scored two, and I can't understand how Palmer hasn't scored yet because he's been terrific. Throw in taken short by McAlinden, gets a good turn ball, right hand side, Young in support, winds himself up, rips it into the far post, good header clear, nasty cross there, and Young tries to win it back on the edge of the area. Malazar just about manages to ride the challenge but can't get it off Jones. Toza stands a cute ball down the line, McAlinden keeps it in, nice little pass inside, Young return ball's brilliant, McAlinden nods it down to Mullen, lovely passing by Wrexham. Jones now, pass it down the line to Mullen again, early cross by him, flicks off a defender, corner oh no Palmer must have stretched and got a toe to that ahead of the defender yeah, okay. I thought, thought Palmer actually went to place that in the corner and mm. just got it wrong if he'd, if he'd managed to loop in like that that would have been something wouldn't it <laughs> yeah. we both stuck with, stuck with ropes here aren't we yeah. <laughs> so, gold crack yes, Mr Chair I'm reaching for my <laughs> drink to try Be and wash the bits about away the tragedy is we actually did review it all <laughs> the shot Looking to build from the back, it's nice work, they've worked at the halfway line. Glover, opposite inside, and the ball's worked over the left-hand side. Now, first chance for the sub over to have a run at McAlinden. Good pace by McAlinden, keeps with him, can seize the corner. But, well, you can see there what they're looking to work with the substitutes. Alpha, great pace down the left, but unluckily for them, McAlinden had about the same level of pace. Corner, though. First corner of the game for them. Wrexham sent everybody back. Interesting, Aldershot got nobody in the box apart from one man around the penalty spot. They're all looking to arrive late and lose their markers. Ball swung in. Easy headache there by Jones. McLinden, ooh, hits it off an Aldershot man. Good work by Lee to flick it to the halfway line just to get it clear. Ball's picked up on the right-hand side by Davis, who has a chance to be able to lift it in. Wrexham holding a fairly high line. That's a good take by Glover on the right-hand side. Let's have Malazar take over. Aldershot on the right. Can they find a way through? Oh, it's an impetuous chance by Tunnick. The free kick rightly given by the ref. Right-hand side, 25 yards out. Went so through the back of Amalazar. It was unnecessary as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, free kick. I mean, we have to say that despite the fact that this game has felt like a thrashing, mm -hmm. it's only 2-0 and a goal now. Well, it doesn't feel likely, but if it did, 63rd minute, 2-1, game on. Free kick on the right-hand side, then. I will eventually get back to that stuff about snow. <laughs> Remember that 20 minutes ago? So, Maxim holding the line just inside the box. A bit for the referee's go-ahead. So, right-hand side, about 30 yards out. Nice crossing position. Ball is swept in with a lot of power. <laughs> Too much that. Goes out of play without even bouncing. Right, the famous snow story with Wrexham is back to the Wembley 1960s. Or well, the Wembley trip, yeah. even. You know? Yeah, I was going to go for the Wembley trip. Fair point. Yeah, absolutely. When we beat Grim Grimsby. Yeah, we beat Grimsby, our first match at Wembley, and it was snowy. Snowy was... <laughs> More snowy. Very snowy. I accept it was I mean, snowy. people <laughs> had to dig themselves out, didn't they, to yeah. get... Yeah. Um, as the ball's not long from the goal kick... You guys just keep talking about games that happened in the snow. I'm talking about snow, people. I'm talking about proper snow. Yeah. All right? I ain't compromising on this. Hayden works it wise. McAllender, nice little give and go. Good return ball by Jones. McAllender around the back of the fence now. As players Give attacking it. the far post. He cuts inside on his left foot. Is he going to try and hit it? He squares it. Not a good ball. Young's done well to keep it moving. And a lovely ball to the right. Mullen sweeps in the cross. Good oh. defending, but to behind for the corner. 
McLean has got to do better there for yeah, me. Yeah, he takes too long to, yeah. to get the ball in the box. Yeah, absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, 1963, famous nightmarish winter in Britain. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some stats in a sec. But Wrexham will have his corner first. Young will take an away swinger. 65th minute, still 2-0 to Wrexham. Bizarrely, should be more. Young, away swinger to near post, free header, and Palmer just missed it. He's after the rebound, he's created the loose ball, Lee can't quite get to it. And that's good work by Jones to recover the ball, Macklin a good early ball. Out to Young, he's got Palmer down the line and feeds him first time. Palmer now changes his body shape and drills in a sort of cross-come shot that goes behind. The fans liked it, never going to trouble to keep in mind, that was a bit ambitious that. Yeah. Not sure he meant it as a shot. I think he was looking for a powerful cross. Mm. Short goal kick, older shot determined not to get me talking about the weather. That, there's a sign that commentary's gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Too much weather chat. The ball has switched over to the right-hand side. And older shot happy to just build slowly at the back. Wrexham's two strikers tempted into a bit of a press. Class feeding it forwards. And the referee signals advantage to Glover, although... Didn't think he was fouled. Class on the halfway line now. Rolls it down the right-hand side. Nice patient play by Aldershot, but Wrexham just got their defensive shape. Medium block. And are happy for Aldershot to pass it around in front of them. That's a cute little pass by Phillips, and it's helped on by Harfield. Here now is Alpha, the quick winger, taking on McElinden, but coming inside rather than around the outside for pace. Aldershot patiently have moved it forward, to within 30 yards of goal. Class has to go backwards because Wrexham would resisting... Uh, any temptation to step up impetuously and leave space in behind. Ball back to Phillips. And again, old shot, long spell of possession this, but can they work something? Good for him by Lee. Rexham win it back. Long ball nearly finds Mullen. Brilliant attempt to keep it under control. Don't know if we mentioned today's attendance. It's 10,071 and 189 from Aldershot, which is quite, quite impressive for me. Yeah, not bad at all, that mm. isn't it? Especially as things aren't going that well for them at the mm. moment. Yeah, so good stuff from the shots. Fair play, some 189, you say? Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear the attendance <laughs> being announced. No, again. we've got it here on the sheet. Bizarre ah, Lee's done well to win the ball, but then he's lost it. And Aldershot comes surging forwards down the right hand side. It's fed inside by Glover for a Malazar. Clear foul by Toza, ref doesn't give it. <laughs> thought he came, well, to be fair, Malazar's not asking for it. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Tosa. Here he is again on the edge of his area. Ultra shot, committing men forwards. Ooh, and Wrexham a little slack with the passing, but they get away with it. Jones tidying it up well after Young overheads it. Hayden goes long. Palmer won't get to that. Headed away. Now Wrexham fighting for the scraps. It's a class popping it backwards. And it goes in the way, end all the way back to the keeper. Halfway through the second half now. Still only 2 0. As Ashby Hammond, that's not the best clearance. Now Young shoots from 40 yards and miscues it. Ashby Hammond came wide out of the box and for once didn't make good contact. It was straight to Young, who's virtually on the halfway line, but had an open goal to aim at. He never really got hold of it properly, did he? Yeah, he had to go for it. Think, oh, yeah. But, but. So, Waldershot going forwards, Hyde, and again coolly dispossesses his man. Effiong, Palmer holding it up now. It's picked up by Young. Nice footwork. Beats his man, finds Palmer between the lines. Good strength. Holds off classes. Clearly fouling him. Tried to keep going. In the end, he had to go down. Free kick in possibly a shooting position. Lee, uh, uh, Young wants to take it quickly. 
I was younger, I'd be thinking I want to hit this. Yeah, <laughs> set up for this. Mm. We've got at least two or three that can shoot from that sort of range. Well, I'm talking about snow, all right? First of December, 1960, we played Bristol City. Next game was postponed. Next game was at Port Vale. Um, and the next game after that was abandoned, 22nd of December. Then we played a game away, and then the postponements really hit in. Home game postponed. Home game against Liverpool in the Cup postponed. The fans then turn up, and I think we made a, a tweet about this, uh, with buckets, uh, with, uh, sorry, with wheelbarrows and spades, clear the pitch, clear the stands, and Wrexham get to play Liverpool, because we needed it, because we were getting all these games called off, and we needed the cash. And Liverpool win 3-0. We don't play again for over a month. As we just see this free kick now, Young is standing on it. So is, is that Mullen with him? Yeah. Jones has been called off. It's 30 yards out. It's put over the wall. Oh, good great. save. Good take as well. <laughs> Mullen hits it. Oh, Young, brilliant. Intercepts a long throw. Superb that. McLinden, great ball into the box. Right hand side. Mullen taking on his man. Holds him off well. Finds McLinden. Chance to cross. Taking on class onto his left foot. Feeds it backwards. Young, good positive first touch. Rips in the cross. Throw in by the corner flag. Mullen's free kick was excellent, but the keeper lunged to his left, held it well. Quick throw in taken by McAlinden. Back to him by Tozer. And now here is McAlinden again, taking on class. Feeds it inside to corner of the box. Lee is there, back heel. McAlinden oh. shoots. And that rarely works, does it really? Yeah. It's just about a goal kick rather than a throw in. Yeah. It was a chance to yeah, hit yeah. it, it edge of the area. Yeah, yeah. I, I like McAlinden, but he's, he's not a goal threat, is he really? <laughs> Weirdly, considering the fact that he's played most of his career in the Football League as a forward. <laughs> but hey. So. Free kick. Free kick? Forward shot, yep. Oh. Is Ford injured? Why? Injured then. Ford, yes. Yes. Yeah. Hang on. How was it a free kick? What happened there? I was just writing <laughs> a note. Anyone? I think it was Lee uh, took the player out. Also, oh, quick throw in. Oh, goal kick. You know what? I'm abandoning this now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I was going to say, you can watch, uh, watch the highlights again. Yeah, OK. I'll put that in the highlights. <laughs> Paul knocked forwards. Hayden wrestled by Effiong. Referee allows it, and the older can't <coughs> have it back. It's picked up on the left-hand side. Class goes backwards. He has to go all the way back to corner. Not sure if he meant to, but he did. <coughs> the ball's fed down the right. Mike, though, our ref is... Ooh, the keeper does well. He went to get, hit it long. Mullen got very close and jumped to make a block and the keeper did well to pull out the clearance and get onto his left foot as Mullen jumped. Mike, our ref, said that the McFadden one didn't go out. He's behind the goal, so mm. he, I think he's on Macron's either way. He's got a better view than us, so fair enough. Um, he also suggests this ref's not a member of the Oli Palmer fan club. They go <laughs> along with that. <laughs> as Wrexham have it at the back, Toza pings the ball to McFadgen, who does well to control an awkward bounce and keep it in and it goes back to Toza once again oh, Toza under pressure manages to poke it wide to Tonicliffe and Tonicliffe drills it long, Mullen in the air flicks it on brilliantly, Palmer oh. didn't quite gamble on it, so Cordner beats him to us on the edge of the area, don't think Palmer expected Mullen to win that, it was a great flick on now Palmer is pressuring the ball's fed back into the box and back to the keeper and Lee now will try and put pressure on him but Hasby Hammond Plays a good ball out to the right-hand side. It's flicked inside cutely by Glover. And he goes for the return pass, but it's overhead. Ooh, and he took Tunnicliffe out after the ball gone. Again, the ref doesn't, isn't interested. The ball's gone, you can do, people. And Rexham, that's nice work in midfield. This is by Jones, not quite. Hasn't quite found McAlinden. 
Here come Aldershot again now on the halfway line. 18 minutes left. They're still in this game. Yeah, it's yeah, only 2-0. They're, they're throwing a lot more plays forward, yeah. aren't they? Here's Vincent now. He's had a pretty quiet second half. Pulls it back to the edge of the area. Glover's been very busy. Works it across to Alpha once more. Level the edge of the area. He pulls it back rather than take McLinden on. Glover once more. Fakes to go inside. Lee stucks with him. He gets a real turn pass by Harfield. That's nice work. Then he beats McLinden. Cuts again from the flank. Good work by Glover. Now can he do something to hurt Wrexham? He switches over to the right-hand side. McFadgen comes out to meet Davis. Davis fakes to go inside. Then tries to cross. McFadgen, good defending. Blocks it. Looked like it came off the older shot, man. Throw goes against Wrexham, though, and Wrexham are not happy with that. So, throw and taken short. And Aldershot tries to work around the back, but Toza can't get there. He drills out of play. Throwing 10 yards out to Aldershot. Just realise why I didn't know what the, the attendance was, because when you were given a piece of paper that's passed down the press box, <laughs> so everyone knows the attendance, you kept it for yourselves. <laughs> I've done it for you now, guys. Now it's been announced. Blinking, heck, these the people I have to work with, I'm telling you. Can't First you got Che with his Che's mush. Then, then then that. Unbelievable. And the bastion of professionalism here. And one day I'll get paid. They could have heard him announce what the attendance was anyway. In Welsh. Long throated in the air post, flicked on dangerously. Half young back heels it. Good work by Young to take it away and attempt on the edge of the area is launched way over the bar. Right, so just to go back to that snow at last, 96 to 63. Like I said, we had the game abandoned just before Christmas. We managed to get the Liverpool game on. It was the only game we managed at the race course between the 1st of December. Oh, wow. Anyone? Lee was there protecting the ball, and their player went right over the top of Lee and ended up on his backside. And in front of him free kick to Wrexham nice and, and the ref give a free kick yeah. to Wrexham Ooh, oh he's popped down the line that's a nice idea and Palmer should keep that in he just about by the corner flag he's got support player herring and McFadgen but Palmer can't see him because the defender's got touch tight Palmer then is leaning into him using his strength now holding it up by the corner flag tries to couple of drag backs loses the ball and Lee tries to win it back in the edge and can't an older shot on the break here it's good Glover good take by him turns away from his man ball over the top's a nice idea for F. Young heavy touch by him and Hayden great tackle by Hayden older shot again though working it wide Alpha left hand side taking on his man it's chips it in and puts it straight out of play goal kick to Wrexham Mullen to be fair coming back and covering at the full back yeah we didn't play from the 1st of December 1962 at the race course until the 18th of February so that's two and a half months with no home games. And we only played, apart from the Liverpool game, we only played two away games in that time. That's bad snow. No one's impressed by that. No one. I'm trying to. So is it going to happen again this year then, Mark, is it? No. No. <laughs> Except in Denver. Mm. Howard with the kick. Still 2-0 to Wrexham, 15 minutes left. Bullen can't get there. Palmer will chase this to the edge area, but will be beaten to it by... Harfield, good win in the air by Jones, who again has had a quietly impressive game in midfield. Ball knocked over the top again. This time, Cordner is able to get there ahead of Mullen. Mullen and Palmer have got to realise that soon they may be rested, and they'll be frustrated, I think, to not yeah. benefited more in this game. One goal between them. They've played very well, please don't get me wrong, but they haven't scored the goals you'd expect. Here now is Jones in the centre of the pitch. Aldershot tried to put pressure on him, but he's undeterred and Wrexham are working it around at the back and 
slowing it down for once. Left Smash ball to Lee. He's helped on nicely to Mullen. Lee's carried on. Mullen lets Lee take over. Macklin in the space. Lee drills it. Good save. Two great saves by the keeper from Lee. Really smashed that from 20 yards. Keeper went low to his right. Wasn't quite in the corner. He covered it well. Yeah, I think Hammond in goal for all the shots earned his living today. Yeah, too right, yeah. It's a good stop, on it? <laughs> it's Aldershot now coming forwards. And Glover. Is it Glover and Amalazar have done well, I thought, trying to take the game to Wrexham. As Wrexham have got Tom O'Connor ready to come on. Interesting. Wonder if that's just to, yeah, shore things up in the middle. I'm not sure who you'd bring off necessarily. Lee, perhaps, although you know, look good going forwards. I guess it's time to make sure we don't have the. <laughs> we don't concede now. It's like James Jones, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'd go for James Jones. Yeah. He's been quite quiet the last 10 minutes. Class helping us on into midfield. Here's Vincent now. He's got a man outside him, 30 yards out. He cuts inside instead. Works it in to Glover. Nice little give and go. Class gets it back to him as well. Glover, 25 yards out. But Wrexham looking very solid and compact. When Oldershaw have had spells on the ball, they're knocking it around in front of Wrexham. F. Young, nice little ball on the corner by Amalazar, but Jones wins it well. Whoa, hell of a tackle finds it back. F. Young's offside. He shoots over anyway. And now Wrexham can make the change as O'Connor will come on. There is a quality difference between the two sides, though, yeah. isn't it? Wrexham going forward tend to find their men and cause problems. Aldershot just tend to play the ball around and then either shoot from distance or when they go for the final cross, it's going out of play. 100%. I mean, the ball in the area we've not shown quality in as O'Connor replaces James Jones has been finishing mm. insofar as we could easily have scored six or seven in this game, genuinely. Yeah. So we haven't had that killer instinct. But, that, yeah you can really see the difference in, in quality between the two sides in terms of when the ball's going forwards then it gets more difficult to create our players are making beautiful little passes and moves and Aldershot are running out of steam a couple of them have done well I, I would argue I'm, like I say Malazan and Glover particularly as Palmer mm. flicks it on nice and McIlinden burst around the back of the defence has he overhit it he's won a corner has a ooh he's a quick it's an instant off the ball there as Lee went flying I think they just ran into yeah, each I think other. He, yeah, there's no... He's no not malice across. behind it. No, he's not, he does no afters. Mm. So, yeah, clearly that was a collision, nothing else. So, corner, left-hand side. Fan shouts, we want three. I, I want six. <laughs> but I'll take, I'll take three points. Still nil-nil at Notts County, by the way. Young with the in-swinger. Sweeps it under the bar. It's flicked away by a defender. Be retrieved on the far post, though. Nicely brought under control by Palmer, who works it backwards. Now McIlinden, oh, he's let the ball go under his foot, and now he's going to have to go backwards. Plays a dangerous ball to Young, who does well to get a touch to it. But Aldershot on a break now. It's launched over the top, it's and McFadgen... Him. Oh, he's done brilliantly. Two against two, McFadgen dealt with that well, but McIlinden put Wrexham in trouble there. Lee holds the ball up now, calmly. Oh, and an accelerator. Look, makes his man, plays it to Palmer. Return ball, Lee, down the left, Mullen screaming for it. But Lee wants to engage more defenders, though. He's loving it. He squares it into Young and acres of space. McLinden in space. Young fakes the shoots, finds McLinden right side the box. He's got O'Connor inside him. Poor oh. pass. O'Connor's won it back well, though. And finds McLinden around the back of the defence. Now can he deliver? Pulls it in the goal mouth, and it's intercepted Again. and cleared. Oh, McLinden's end product Poor has been Pat. a warm disappointment Poor. today. Yeah, he's got it. Great ball, and Wrexham are at him again now. Here's Mullen. McLinden's inside him. Mullen flicks it into the box for Palmer, who tries oh. to knock it on and can't quite reach it. 
there almost felt like a I don't want to say this but I will a sense with Mullen rather than play the obvious pass inside from McCallan in the space that he'd try and create something himself because McAllen's end product's just not there is it yeah here come Aldershot on the right the ball fed back to the halfway line Aldershot though again have got 11 Wrexham players to get past they work it to the left here's Davis sweeping in the cross easy volley clear for Toza Class miscontrols that and Mullen's all over him Aldershot are preparing their third change oh Class tries to nutmeg Palmer then pulls him to the floor ref gives nothing again nice little pass to Glover who has to get it back Glover carrying it forwards but again Wrexham are down behind the ball and Hyden gets a good foot in and a return pass towards F. Young just goes it was to bizarre nowhere. I mean yeah. Vincent there trying to pop it back to him F. Young wasn't wasn't the given goal by him he was just standing there it was never on the quality was quite good as they built and then the final pass is just so yeah. poor from Aldershot yeah it's 100% yeah you've got to stop being right because I, I, I'm so emphatic and agreeing <laughs> with you it sort of sounds like I'm telling you to be quiet as <laughs> Palmer wins another header Mullen can't get it I mean I go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's clearly sending the message shut up Andrew <laughs> and I'm not I swear <laughs> but I do sound like it can't deny it I'm just trying to find another snowy story which I'm sure everyone's really desperate to hear <laughs> F. Young chests it down straight to Young who hooks the ball out of play and he will come that third change by Aldershot and it will be Alex McAllister coming on and off to my immense surprise is Ryan Glover who for me and especially in the second half has been by far their best player I would give him their man of the match yeah. I think I think Amalidar did well in the first half but he's mm. he's faded a little whereas mm. Glover he's been trying everything hasn't he yeah. and, and linking things together really well so I've got no understanding of that whatsoever mm. <laughs> so throwing about 30 yards out left hand side to Aldershot fair play they've shown a lot of guts and desire to try and keep themselves in the game but it's not been easy for them fall thrown in towards the box ooh a loose header that by McAlinden again and Amalazar goes down no question of a penalty F. Young pulls it back Class could shoot here tries to and can't keep it down puts it well over the other snowy match I want to mention was Stockport County right now I remember this because this was the first season I watched Wrexham play and I was a little kid and my dad and I this was before the internet obviously I'm ancient my dad and I would get in the car and we would dig it out the snow it was a terrible winter 1978-79 and we would drive to the race course to find out that the Stockport game had been postponed in the FA Cup 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 10th time they tried to put it on it was postponed 9 times and trust me, Dad and I went to every single one. And, and you, you know, you, you, you struggle across Wrexham in the car, thick snow, and then find, oh, it's off again, fair enough. <laughs> it was great. We did win 6-2 in the end, that was something. Ball knock it over the top by Wrexham, no purpose to that. We're into the last six minutes now. Still 2-0 to Wrexham. Again, how this has ended 2-0 is beyond me. Well, it hasn't ended yet, has it? No, there's still probably ten minutes left of this. Yeah, true. Wrexham haven't got as much energy now to be honest mm. it is I think feeling like time to freshen things up and just give you know Dolby a chance to have a run good foot in by Lee who again has worked very hard throwing and Davis is on the bench as well for the midfield yeah, yeah throwing to the edge of the area well read by Young deserves so well can't get the ball away though 
and it's fed backwards to corner and the older shot half older shot trying to move it down the right hand side Davis the full back cuts inside and older shot again patiently shifting it across in their own half ball fed forwards McAlinden misses his interception and it's a chance for a cross perhaps a lovely work by Vincent cuts inside well done McAlinden he got back well and made a good tackle in the box and the ball is cleared as uh, old man Rufi says, it's reckon we're all in for Yeovil now. Come on, Yeovil. Yeah, absolutely right. Up the Glovers. Up the Glovers. I'd happy for it to stay nil-nil, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Tatty O'Reilly saying, as it stands, we're back on top. I think Dolby's just warming up as well. Yeah, I think it might not give him a little bit of a run, at least long mm -hmm. ball forwards. Hayden jumps, heads it forwards. The attacks looked a little more tired. I mean, they put so much effort in. Oh, Lee yeah. in midfield, skips past his man. It can open up now. Mullen is waiting and timing his own. Now he's gone, and Lee plays him in. Great ball down the right. Mullen has got no support, though. The crowd gasp and then groan as they realise Mullen can't get in shooting angle, but he's held her up by the corner flag. He's got Lee in support and uses him. Lee has got McLinden inside him. Doesn't use him straight away. In fact, doesn't use him at all. Finds Mullen. <laughs> Dolben is stripped off and ready to go now. As Wrexham are just building now patiently on the right. Young squares it inside. O'Connor, he's gone on the left side of the midfield three. Lee is on the right now. Wrexham moving it about. Aldershot stepping out. Trying to force Wrexham out of their half. And Wrexham are on the halfway. And in fact, a long ball back to the keeper. In the end, sensibly by O'Connor. Because Aldershot, to be fair, had squeezed out well. Ball knocked forwards, powerful header clear by Cordner. Toza into midfield, O'Connor turns into trouble though, but good strength to hold his man off and lay it backwards. Canadian Red Dragons in, would love to hear. Oh, it's a long ball for us, Mullins, yeah, miles yeah. offside. Yeah. Canadian Red Dragons would love to know the numbers for those tuning into Wrexham matches around the world. I bet it's quite staggering. Yeah, I, I bet it's quite staggering, and I would like to hear it too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, what are the unfortunate things about our platform as Paul Mullen is going to be given a rest is that we don't get the viewing figures Mullen quite rightly getting a standing ovation he's now stuck on 49 goals for Exum as Sam Dolby will come on for a, a late run-in but Mullen has been terrific hasn't he yeah he's he's bossed it up front hasn't he he's just been a bit unlucky with a few final touches he could have had a couple more goals yeah 100% so Dolby, lucky man, gets three minutes on the pitch to see what he can do. There's Aldershot of a free kick in their own half. Mont FHG again saying that Robin Ryan need a heated pitch. That would be a great episode for Welcome to Wrexham season two. Jim, 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 Jim. They spent enough money on this pitch last year. Yeah. <laughs> the ball's lifted over the top. F Young chested down cutely. And it's a heavy touch, so it allows McAlinden to nip in ahead of Alpha. He's stuck by his own corner flag now, McAlinden. He tries to clip it up for it and make a clearance, but he can't quite manage it. But he's held on to the ball well. Hayden's come to help him. McAlinden at the end buys a throw in off class. Um, Jim, the point about the heated pitch, at some point, if we keep going to leagues, we will do so, but they're very expensive. So at the moment, I would say, I mean, the pitch that the owners have put in is of such good quality that there have been a few games lately, like that game against Oldham with the downpour, and then the midweek game after it, where the pitch has taken a battering and survived mm. because the quality of it's good. Oh, Palmer on his own on the right before defenders around him keeps going and plays a through ball for Dolby, who's just beaten to it in the box. That was superb from, from Palmer. I mean, goodness me, had no right to achieve anything there. Tunnicliffe heads it away. McFadgen can't keep that in. 
yeah, you know, it's very expensive to run a heated pitch. Uh, and the quality of this pitch is such, it does withstand a lot of the, the circumstances where these games would be called off in the past, I think. And to be fair, we haven't really seen the weather over the last yeah. five years yeah. in the UK that's really needed it. Yeah, we've not had a bad winter here, really, a sustained bad winter for a long time, have yeah. we, really? Yeah. Um, Apart from the beast from the east. The beast from the east, that's yeah. true, yeah, yeah. That's... Wrexham trying to put pressure on as Aldershot shift it around in their own half. We're into the last minute now as Harfield has to go backwards to the centre-back corner. Lifted over the top. Well, one in the air, that by Tunnicliffe again. Young's dispossessed up by Malazar. Who carries us the edge area. Please, an F. Young chance to hit this. Drills it. Hits the bar. I think Howard touched that. An excellent save if he did. But Aldershot's best moment comes as the game just starts to approach his added time. But ooh, Wrexham will run it back on the left, or oh, referee penalises Palmer. He may be a touch unlucky, Palmer, there. But that was a real moment. Lovely little ball around the corner by Malazar after robbing Young. Ooh, and the Wrexham player's gone down her. Palmer. So is that Palmer? Palmer's oh, going down. Well, let's hope that's nothing too serious. Did he get a touch on that? I just looked down then as, I, as it happened, I'm afraid, that save. So, yeah, Palmer is fouling his man, definitely. I don't know why he goes Should down the there, though, but... And then, uh, whether it's exhaust, you know what it is. He goes down. He's up again now, so that's fine. He's nothing to, nothing to see with that. But yeah, F Young's effort then was a good one. He really drilled it. After Malazar done really well, three added minutes, and here's the replay. F Young drilled it. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. Hit the bar certainly. Balls blocks as he tries to cross it in. And it's a through to all the shot, and no, I don't think no. he did. It took a deflection possibly off Toza, yeah. which took it over Howard's. And I think if it had been on target, he'd have saved it. Mm -hmm. So, we're into the three added minutes. Big diagonal by Vincent, straight into McFadgen's head. He's got enough time to measure the ball back to his keeper. If he had gone on, it would have been an interesting finish to the game. No, not a welcome interesting finish, <laughs> no, no, to no, be no, honest I, with you. No, we need to keep clean sheets. Yeah, <laughs> again. I, I don't like people saying I'm biased, but I'll, 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 I'll face up to it on that occasion. <laughs> yes. Long clearance again by Howard. The coffee didn't spill on us, by the way. Just a quick coffee update from the start of the match. Yeah. It was a precarious cuppa. And it didn't find its mark. Or it's Andy. <laughs> it is Andy. Yeah. Throw into Wrexham 25 yards out. This game is winding down now. Still no nil as far as we can see at Notts County. McLinden throws it down the line, gets it back. Dolby. I think both players, set of players, would settle for this oh, now. Lee. I think Lee down the line, oh. poor touch by McLinden, throwing. Well, Aldershot wouldn't, but they, they may have to. <laughs> Man, they, you know, we're well into the three hundred minutes now. Hayden heads it clear now. Dolby, if he can bring it down, might be able to feed Palmer. He can't quite bring it under control though. Aldershot deep in their own half, smash it over the top. Toza will get there first. Howard's coming to help him. Toza takes a good touch, good ball to McLinden. McLinden now deep in his own half. Young ducks underneath for McLinden played long ball. McLinden eventually delivers a good ball to Dolby. You controlled that really well. Lovely holder play by Dolby. It's nice. And then Young pops it early to Lee on the right. Can Wrexham cap it with a late one. Lee had a good ball over the top. McLinden accelerating, just beaten to it by Cordner. He does well to shield it, fake the back pass, and then turn away from him. McLinden's working hard to keep the ball in the ultra half, though. And in the end, Cordner is able to release it over to the right-hand side. And Phillips, the centre-back, one last push for Aldershot, perhaps. 
Works it forwards. Oh, it's miscontrolled in midfield and Wrexham win it back. O'Connor did well. Palmer's screaming for it. O'Connor beats his man down the left-hand side. Pulls the ball back nicely. Dorby lays it off. Shot comes in. Blocked. Lee attacks the loose ball and they're keeping it well to get there first. Foul given against Lee, which is a daft decision because the, ref- the keeper delivered it quickly. He's booked McFadgen back in Palmer. McFadgen who came across and, and he, did ho- he did foul the keeper, no question. It is a yellow card, I agree. But the ref should have given it after advantage because the keeper did release a good throw and Aldershot did have a chance to get bodies forwards. So McFadgen gets a yellow. And Aldershot build down the left-hand side. Ball lofted to the edge of the area. Good header, that by Tulsa. Dolby tries to lay it off but can't quite. Young picks it up and just launches it anywhere. The referee's looking at his watch. That the young maybe anticipated how long's left and the answer is nothing's left uh, there's the full-time whistle and Wrexham have won again we continue our remarkable run of home results I mean it really is quite something and as we wait for news in Notts County we may have gone back top of the table but in a way I'm not that fussed about that the important thing is it's too early isn't it it, yeah. it is only November yeah, it's nice nobody's going to say you know Oh, your bottom. That's good. <laughs> well, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, it's good to be top, but it's a long way to go yet. But the the, the home results are excellent. The the fluency of the players terrific. There should have been more goals, but you know that was that was great to watch. It was positive. Uh, we should have scored a great deal more. And the fact that we didn't is is life, isn't it? You know. Most home games to start a season is 15 in 1904. We have managed 12 home wins in the season, which is the third best in our club's history and the best since we joined the Football League. We've also won 22 of our last 23 home games. That's not bad as the fans are anticipating Mullins' usual celebration. We have scored, as Bowen punches the air, we've scored in 31 consecutive home games. That's not bad. <laughs> How incredible is that? The club records keep going. We've now won 12 home games in a row, which is the outright club record since joining the Football League. Does that include cup games as well, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got Farber on next Saturday and then Chesterfield. Yes, coming on up a Tuesday. week on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's remarkable. A, a, a comfortable win by Wrexham. Far more comfortable than the 2-0 scoreline suggested. And Wrexham, well, like I said, could well have gone top. Paul Mullins scored a magnificent opener in the 28th minute after good work by Palmer. And Wrexham really got the comfort zone in the 38th minute. James Jones with a tap-in. It should have been more. Should have been more, shouldn't it? It should have been more. Should have been a penalty. Yeah, yeah. we missed a few. True. But there we go. Two nils, yeah. two nil. Yeah. Three points again. Mm. Happy, happy days. We won't remember this one at the end of the season. I think. This week. No, but it was good enough. It's good yeah, enough. First half, we were mm. quality. Mm. I think um, Shop changed their tactics second half and uh, closed us down a lot quicker. Didn't give us as, as much time on the ball, but. Mm. Uh, no, second half, we say we could have scored another couple of goals, couldn't we? So, Yep, absolutely true enough. You know what I think? I think we should probably 
get going on the old hot take yep. podcast and actually sum this up for a couple of minutes so those good, good people who weren't here mm. can, can revel in it all. Although I haven't said that, my software is looking sort of reluctant, so I might do a little bit of bluffing. Um, anybody want to eat an oat cake live on air while I no, while I pretend? No, 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 yeah, no thank I thought, you, Mark. I thought I you might not. Enough. I think you should sh- save that for Che. Mm. I think we should. Let him taste a little bit of his own medicine. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think we should buy him three or four and ask him to eat them. Yeah, try, <laughs> try with no drinks. <laughs> what a beautiful thought that is. Challenge. <laughs> oh, I'm assuming from that not County Drew, did they? Yeah, yeah, we've right. topped the league again, guys. Right, very good. Although I, I've got to say, I'm not that bothered like I said uh, it's still nice to be told oh, yeah, yeah. you know the, yeah. the, the stick that we got off the county fans last week for drawing at Wealdstone that they've gone top again and yeah. yeah I'm happy to be top of the league you know yeah. we've got FA Cup game next week I don't think they've got a game I'm not sure where they've got a game next Saturday but uh, yeah nice going to the FA Cup game being top of the league and I'm sure that correct. the players and you know the management team will be more than delighted to be top of the league again yeah given that this time last season they are the sack the gaffer episode was all about this sort of time when yeah, we were yeah. so behind you know, it's nice to be competitive and in the right place we still get that at the moment you watch some of the fans chats and I still say mm. get rid of Mr Parkinson and uh, I think that's an extremely minority oh, view geez, that, isn't I, it? I know it's but madness I'm pretty happy with this final oh. score as we start let's, let's do hot taking yeah, final yeah. score Wrexham 2 uh, Aldershot Town 0 and very comfortable and quite frankly absolutely not um, a reflection of the game I think Wrexham extremely comfortable making loads of chances opened the scoring in a 28th minute Paul Mullen with a brilliant finish after Palmer flicked the ball on superb goal breaking down the right cutting inside and, and dinking it over the keeper Ben Tozer nearly scored a similar finish with a brilliant effort when it was nil-nil taking it on the chest pivoting and flicking it just wide at the far post Ten minutes after Mullen's goal, Wrexham had a very, very ugly goal. <laughs> it was, but who cares? A real mess from a set piece. Palmer sort of ploughing through the six-yard box with the ball at his feet and bodies hurled at him. In the end, it fell to Mullen, who probably should have scored, but he squeezed it across the face. The defender did well to block it, and James Jones was left of an open goal and six inches to pump it over the line. And after that, I mean, Ashby Hammond made a brilliant save from Lee lunging to his left. Uh, he made another save from him in the second half there was a blatant penalty on Palmer for shirt pulling which remarkably wasn't given Wrexham kept pushing on and pushing on made chance after chance didn't quite take it some of the approach play was glorious in added time Effiong for Aldershot hit the bar but 2-1 well I mean 2-0 is remarkably flattering to them 2-1 would have been ludicrous and well Notts County Drew we're back on top of the league and all of a sudden the world is a fairer place it's good to be top, I think, is what we can say. Um, I think the only comment I've really got on this is one where you said, how do Aldershot deal with Wrexham? And I, th- I was mm. thinking to myself, the only answer is they can't. Wrexham have just got more quality mm. in every area of the pitch. And when Aldershot came to the final touch, it was poor. Yeah, they, they, I thought Aldershot showed a lot of heart and kept going. Mm. But, but they were fortunate to still be in the game because yeah. if Wrexham had been a bit more ruthless, we could have absolutely filled our boots. And a little bit more luck, you know, mm. some really good stops, you know, a couple of chances with a little bit more, you know, quality with the ball, it would have really mattered. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, the, the, the attacking play was great, wasn't it, darling? Yeah. Palmer, Mullen, 
Lee. Some of the football this afternoon was mm. superb, sublime, you know, great football. You know, you, you, you'd be happy to watch that on any football pitch, you know, whether it be in the Premiership, that's the kind of football they were playing at the time this afternoon. The interlinks, the passing was slick. You know, some of them didn't come off, the ball was, weight was a bit too heavy, but mm. at least they're trying to to be precise with their passing and it's great to watch, it's great for the fans, it's exciting. Um, but the team performed as a team today again, every one of them had a, had a great game. I think maybe we became a little bit weakened possibly when McElindon came on, I'm not sure. But um, Hosanna was having a good game and hope he's not injured. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, overall a great performance by the team. Um, unfortunately, you know, we didn't score more goals, but 2-0 is I'm happy with, top of the league. And yeah. I think the, the players gave 100% today out there on the pitch. I mean, Hosanna couldn't play last Saturday, and I assume it's precautionary, I hope it's precautionary, because mm-hmm. he had a good first half, but was brought yep. off at the break. Mm-hmm. I thought Mac Fanson was effervescent on the left. Some of his surges were terrific. Mm-hmm. The centre-backs were really solid. Good to see Hayden, who also, I think just the, the grind of games wore him down a bit, mm-hmm. coming back and, and really had the big target on Effiang in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Midfield three were great. I thought Young, terrific. Yeah. Presence, his work rate is yeah. you know every game his work rate is hundred yeah. percent. As is Jones's as well. He, yeah. he had a good game. And it was Lee, great fun. Lee Lee was fantastic yeah. today. I think that was one of the Lee's best game. He went in yeah. for every tackle. The number of tackles he went in for and won the ball was was fantastic. His pace mm. was good. And yeah, he could have had a, he should have had, could and should have had a goal today. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So um, I'd hate to be the bloke who picked man of the match. Mm. Well, the, the, the sponsors picked Palmer. Yeah. As man of the match, sponsor schmonser. Yeah, they're good, good people. But but I'd, but I'd pick Lee to be honest, personally. I was t- Lee or Mullen for me. Mm, yeah, so I've got the ca- so it turns out I am the bloke with the casting <laughs> vote. Yeah. Okay, I'm but you might want something different. I might, yeah, I might. And I, I've, I enjoyed Luke Young actually today, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also enjoyed both those players you mentioned and Palmer. I'm leaning towards Mullen. Because that goal was glorious and opened mm. the game up, and he is full of invention. But they were met. They were, it was. It was. It's hard to choose. There were a lot of. I say McFadden really caught the eye. Mm. Hayden's yeah. defensive work caught the eye. Toza did some. They all did well. Yeah, Mullen. Who's seen Mullen? Shall we? Yeah, let's go for Mullen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was fun. Remember, lots more things to come. Uh, I haven't checked yet when the embargo is for the highlights, because like I said, we can play them once the BT Sport. National League lights have been on. I haven't checked my listings today, but I will do. So they'll be out as soon as possible. Full length final podcast coming up tomorrow as well. And so Wrexham top of the league again with a final score of Wrexham 2, Aldershot Town 0. We've been Neil Williams, Andy Parkinson and Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. Pastor Vinegar, Jonjo. No, no, Bonjo. Bonjo. Hey, Bonjo, Pastor Vinegar. That's my new catchphrase. The... The tote bags will be available soon. See, I only like fish, fish and chip shop vinegar. Why is that different to normal vinegar? You I buy? agree. I agree. Totally different. I, I can't quite. I have an issue. Oh, thank you for saying that. I thought it was me. No, no, definitely different. Far better on fish and chips from a chippy than uh, yeah. what you buy from the supermarkets. There's probably more urine in the. Oh, ones. Mark! You yeah, think? they water it down. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But it's, I don't know, I like it more for the chippy <laughs> Can I tell you my favourite urine-related urine football story? It's not Adi Yusuf being the only footballer in the history of the football league to be booked for having a wee. Say again? <laughs> Andy, when you take the headphones off, it means nobody can hear you. It's just a, you know, just a bit of, you know, a bit technical. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sheesh, these people. <laughs> <laughs>
I was mainly mentioning I thought we'd come to the end, but I thought before you go to that story, perhaps we should come to the end. We've come to the end, but so often in our broadcast, the end is just the beginning of the fun. Yeah, of the next conversation. Too right. This is where it gets interesting. Um, the... Andy's desperate to go. And, and I, I, you, I have to make a move. If you need go to go, on. mate, you go. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah. We are talking about urine, and when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to tell my urine story, and Bob Neil's going to have I, I have one too, Mark. Oh, 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 okay. Let's, com- <laughs> let's compare uh, fo- urine fo- stories. Football rating now, yes. yes. Yeah, excellent, yeah, 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 excellent. Yeah, yeah. My urine story is... Nine, uh, I have two, actually. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've definitely... See, Andy, by the way, that was a bit rude of us, wasn't it? Absolutely. Well, okay, I feel like I'm... Go, go for it, Mark. I can only go for quality because you've won on quantity, I think. Um, although, not that I know what quantity you would aim for in that... Oh, never mind. Uh, anyway, uh, 1972 World Cup. Argentinian unpleasant military hunter. I don't know why uh, an unpleasant regime hosting a World Cup's coming to my mind right now. But anyway, a military hunter determined to make sure Argentina yeah, win. Stuff their players full of drugs... Their players have got to go running it all off on the pitch afterwards and trying not to look at the Wrexham subs warming down. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but literally they're having running running around the pitch for half an hour because they were so full of beans, they just had too much energy. Mm-hmm. How did they get around this? Well, because the Argentinian FA ran the, dr- the drugs tests. And so although they had to submit them to the FIFA lab, they were the ones collecting the urine. So, so it could have been anybody's urine. Yes, so what they basically did was they got other people to provide the urine because the players would all have failed. Mm-hmm. The bus driver, player's girlfriend, whoever, would, would wee in the bottle and they'd get tested. Argentina, as a result, had nobody who failed a drugs test, but one of their players was pregnant. Oh, good. <laughs> and that is, is that a true story, Rob? That is a true story. <laughs> Absolutely right, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not my kind of pee story. I'm sorry, oh urine story. Oh, so is your I, I thought you were talking about football grounds and places to go. Oh, go on. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the worst I can Well, it wasn't two. One occasion, Millennium Stadium, where, you know, where they get tanked up at the Millennium Stadium and yeah, you yeah. go and people will just pee everywhere and it's just you're walking through it, basically, a sea of water. But even worse with that was when we went, when we played Barrow on Boxing Day. Oh, uh, that was under Keats, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know whether it was our first or second season down in... Oh, no, it was later than... If it, it was one it of the three all, was it? Yeah. That was later than that. And their facilities, I must say, at Barrow were absolutely <gasps> appalling. No, it was Dean Saunders. I know what you it mean now. Dean yeah, I remember that. Absolutely yeah. appalling. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the men's urinals were <laughs> basically a block of concrete with urinals where the urine was just... You peed in it and it came over the top as quickly yeah. as you peed into it. You're listening to live swimming. urine reports on Rats oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was That was the worst. Because it was like, <sighs> I hope you're not doing your own taste tests at home because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Neil, you've gone more graphic than I intended. <laughs> oh well. I'm you sure got a, the you got the second urine story, haven't you? More shocking than the first. No, 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 no that was the second one. It was the Barrow game and the first one was, was the Millennium Stadium, you know, where people were just urinating anywhere because there was so many queues to the toilet and I'll just oh I got a good urine story from um, when I was in school but I don't know if that's appropriate plus I but oh you're to... telling about how far you can go up the wall with it no I'm not <laughs> what was, you don't know me at all no no this lad no I don't know I don't I got, I, no I, actually I can't tell that story because I, it doesn't make sense if I don't give the name of the person okay so I, I probably you, shouldn't, you, should I, really? No, Let's be honest. You can't tell who it is. That would no, be a bit no, bad, wouldn't no, it? Definitely. Oh, it's, it's a good one, though. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, 
obviously his name's Mark Griffiths in order to me not be able to say it, but it's not me. Oh, right, okay. Oh, man. It's you, but it's not you, okay. It was not, wasn't me. Okay. It was the fact that somebody with the same name kept okay. doing things yep. that everyone thought was me. Okay, and you got into trouble for it. I never got into trouble for it, but, but all the you pupils... Were no, you were known for it then, Mark. Uh, yeah, I, was, I used to get a bit concerned that I would have a reputation for certain things. Even though it wasn't you. But it wasn't me, it was somebody okay. with the same name as me. Okay. Um, and it even extended as far to my teaching career when a child said, look, sir, you're in jail. <laughs> and when I said, I'm not in jail, I'm sitting in a room talking to you, he said, no, no, sir, look, and he'd brought in the evening leader, uh-huh. which had said on the front page. Mark Griffiths. Mark Griffiths, that's your name, isn't it? I said, yeah, yeah. And it says he's 24. Are you 24? I'm actually, yeah, yeah. And it says he's the next pupil of St. Joseph's. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm in jail. Yes, I, I burned down a, a, a block, of, a, 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 a row of shops. Outside of primary school, you're right, yeah. Shall I shut up now? Yeah. Funny how the caught my eye, I saw that in front of the goal over there, and I thought it was one of those gymnastic things you pull. Oh, the, the heater. The pommel horse. The grass yeah. heater. Is it a pommel horse you jump over? A pommel horse, absolutely. That's a very tall, very solid <laughs> pommel know, horse, Daniel. Yeah. If you fall off that one, it's going to sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know, right, here's an interesting fact for you, if you don't know about me, did you know that in 1972, you, I, oh, go on. Go on. Go on. You, you like to guess I what was, I've done. I, was I, say I, you're, I didn't you're urinate some for some really good gymnastic or gymnast, well, gymnast. I thought you were going to say that I urinated for height and distance and volume, the triple crown of uh, urination, of micturation. Um, remember, remember, folks, you, you come for the football, you stay for the vocabulary. Micturation. Noun, the act of producing urine. Um, no, no, yeah, you're quite right, actually. You anticipated well. 1972, I won a gold medal in the Olympics in Munich um, in the um, women's gymnastics. In the women's gymnastics yeah, as well, right. did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they used to call me... <laughs> <laughs> they used to call me the Romanian the, butterfly. The, the thought of seeing you in a time. <laughs> oh, I've got the video. I'll show you if you want. Yeah, yeah, so I won the gold medal. Um, What's your name, Olga Corbett? <laughs> Ronnie. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so basically I was... Um, yeah, they used to call me the Romanian butterfly. Okay. And my Just trick was, on the, parallel, on the, on the beam, yeah, uh, yeah. I could jump and then stay up there for about 10 minutes before coming back down again. What, in the air? Yeah. Is that so? Yeah. I often wondered That's that, so. whether I could suspend myself for 12 hours, I'll be mm. in Australia. What? <laughs> if you could suspend yourself in the air without anything oh, on the ground. Right. Let the would world the, spin The round. earth would spin beneath yeah, you. Yeah, would you be in Australia in 12 hours' time, you know? No, because, because the earth doesn't spin top to bottom, does it? I don't know. That's when I was a kid, Mark. <laughs> Fair enough. I was never a skid Mark. But um, <laughs> I may have misheard you there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I hope there's I s- not many people listening to oh, this. I hope there's millions. I want Canadian I Red Rob Dragons and Ryan to be not listening to Oh, this. I think they're the ones who want to be listening the most. I'll be honest with you. I, look, look, people are lobbying for me to get a walk-on part on Deadpool Three. I'd take it, but I, 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 I more want to be a, I want to be a corpse in the background and always sunny. That's my dream. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear me. When I'm, I saw the world end as well. Seniors are mentioning about the, the rotation of the Earth. Mm. Um, and actually, funnily enough, it, it never affected me that, by the way. I'd stay in the air for a while, but, it, you know, I, t- I do take your point there. 
I could have come down and just hit the ground because the the earth had moved. But I would all I could suspend myself, but also rotate with the earth. So what what, what was beneath me when I jumped up was still, still there. there when I came down again. But how did you how did you stay up there for so long, Mark? Practice. Okay. You have wings. <laughs> no, that's a, I, I don't do advertising. Any, other energy drinks are available. Um, no, basically, um, I saw the world end once because um, we went to Paris, my, my wife, my son and I, and we went to the Pantheon, which has got a, a, a mock-up of Foucault's pendulum because you need, you need a really tall building to do it. So basically, because it's a massive converted cathedral, so it's got a big dome, looks like St. Paul's, mm-hmm. so they hang a huge chain down from the, the top of the cupola. Yeah. So it's a huge, long thing with a weight at the bottom. And it's constantly moving, so it looks like it's um, like perpetual motion because the ball at the bottom is constantly moving in a circle. And it isn't, of course, because there's no such thing as perpetual motion. What it is, is it's illustrating that the Earth is moving because actually the ball and the chain are staying still. Yeah. It's, it's the, church, the Pantheon and us that are moving. And so the idea is it illustrates that the Earth is moving. And so I was there with my son, who was about eight at the time, and I was explaining it to him, and he was fascinated. He really, and I was, I was saying, yeah, so basically, that's an illustration that, you know, that the Earth rotates. This is scientific proof. And he said to me, what happens if the ball stops moving? And I said, well, it can't stop moving because it isn't moving. It's us. So he said, well, what if it did stop moving? I said, well, essentially, the Earth would have stopped rotating. We're all going to die. Yeah? I, I don't like to sugarcoat things for the kids. So he said, oh, fair enough. So we stood, and for a moment, he contemplated the wonders of science. And then the ball stopped moving. <laughs> and he looked at me with terror in his eyes. And I looked at him with you know, terror in my eyes. And then a bloke, I swear to God, dressed like um, Morgan and Wines at the end of an episode, walking up in a, with a flat cap and a, and a uh-huh. Mac, walked up and pushed the ball with a broom and it just started moving again. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. from, that, from that moment on, yeah, yeah. my son has, rev- has absolutely denied the existence of science. And I'm on his side. Shall we go on there? Uh, I've got you the Welsh podcast. Oh, yeah, Diane. Well, shall we hang up so you can do it? Yes, please. That sounds like a reasonable point. Thank you for listening, everybody. And if you're still listening, I'm very, very sorry. We are Mark Griffiths and Neil Williams because Andy Parkinson's a lightweight and he's in his car driving back to his home an hour away. Boo. From Wrexham AFC. Um, Was there a game? Did we win? Yeah, we did. Just about. Cheers. Cheers.